The Veil of Isis. A Cthulhu by Gaslight, Golden Dawn, Actual Play. With David Larkins as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. Phone this nice. week, a little less intrusive. Oops. Oh wow, oh, that'll be special. A little less intrusive, eh? Yes. Slightly less. Then the iPad. Sure which, you know. <laughs> oh, gotta make sure. Yeah, pick the right spot. Mm -hmm. And this then um, where I live. I know this is where Dee Dee -D I lived. Mm -hmm. I know that you live way down. I'm down by um, what's that? Park is paired. Oh God, Battersea Park. I'm I'm by there. I forget. Right? I, all I said was that I, I would either live in the best part of. The worst oh, neighborhood. The right. worst neighborhood or the worst part of the best, best neighborhood. Yeah. Right. So, um, basically, I, I, I did some, some reading, and I figured that would be off of Oxford Street, because that's sort of a recently gentrified area Okay. that's, you know, oh, on, the, on the upswing now. Okay. You know. But it used to be basically, In this day and age. It used to be basically Whore Lane, you know. Okay. So, so you live on Whore Lane. Well, Soho. Miles moved in to, <laughs> to help gentrify this. Isn't exactly. Soho, there we go. Isn't Soho like the center of it all? <laughs> Soho at this time is more, mostly just the bohemian kind of artist colony yeah. kind Artsy of thing. People. So it's very low. It's lower class, but with a sort of no interest in less bank uh, chic about it. <laughs> no interest in crazy people. Their long hair and whatnot. <laughs> Their foppish hair. Mm. They don't even wear ties. Yeah, I hate dandies oh, yeah, too. What's yeah, what's up with that? What's up? Those people. They wear cravats. I'm scared. Oh, I'm starting just... a little ominous. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh -huh. <clears throat> I'm a you know, scared. I always, I, I've always heard about people using music, and I was always kind of like, eh. yeah. But this is actually really cool. Yeah, I know. He doesn't really. Use, I don't normally. He doesn't usually do it. I haven't do done it. it in years, and then for some reason, I just thought, you know, what the hell, you know, and yeah. it worked out really. Sometimes so, we do it for our pen dragon sessions, but yeah, yeah. we're weird. Yeah. It's, it's just our game. Yeah. Okay. So yes, we uh, we left off with it being um, two weeks. Uh, two weeks. And and. Eight weeks. Yes. You actually ended up buying the house. I did. She yeah. bought right. the full bit yeah. on the yeah. estate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, why don't we do state. like previously right. on? Previously on, yes. Yeah. So, yes. Um, Which I, of course, intend to donate to the order. Mm. Oh. After oh, maybe, man. you know, oh. getting some choice mm -hmm. antique furniture. But <laughs> yes, because it was the estate and everything in it. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, joy. Mm -hmm. Previously okay. on Gaslight. <laughs> yes, so um, we had our intrepid investigators attending the um, fall equinox ceremony, um, wherein afterwards Celestia was contacted by her ally in the Order of Florence Farr, who informed her that one of the high-ranking members of the Inner Order, known simply by his acronym of DEDI, uh, had a job and wanted some sort of lesser-known Outer Order members to do it. So Celestia gathered together a crack team of uh, yep. fellow Definitely. Outer Order people. Mm -hmm. Especially this guy. Yes. <laughs> crack. <laughs> crack being the operative word. Mm. Um, 
to well the doctor to evaluate the the, uh, the mental condition of this fellow and the Scotland Yard investigator to make sure everything was on the up and up and the antiques dealer to make sure the books that there was something actually worthwhile because we had this guy Lord Thomas Arthur Pelgrane wanting to um, join the inner order straight away on the basis of having uh, family heirlooms basically that right. would allow him to be this awesome sorcerer. But yes. Turns out he hadn't seen them himself. They were in a sealed room in his. Oh my god! House. I'm kind of having yeah. flashbacks now. Holy crap! It was yeah. intense. It was yeah. very intense. The sealed room was opened up with a sledgehammer. Within was revealed a fresh pool of blood, even though the room had been sealed for 45 years. Um, as well as his grandfather's library and workshop. Turned out his grandfather was a bit of a douche. Uh, <laughs> and, it was a team uh, effort, though. It was yeah, a team it was. effort. Yeah. His grandma and grandpa. We're both assholes. Both yeah. assholes. Tag teaming it. Yeah. Tag teaming yeah. their Literally. assholes. Literally. Tag teaming Tag assholes. teaming the servants. Yeah. Tag me in! And, um... They were having affairs with, like, their, their all of their, their staff, staff, basically. Yeah. Yeah. From their honeymoon onwards. Mm-hmm. And, um... But um, his grandfather really did have some magical chops. He was this, you know, researching this um, astral travel techniques um, that, appear, that appeared to have worked because he uh, was able to appear out of thin air and drag his wife's lover off into the ether. Um, but then she tried to get the lover back summoned mm. up something else that looked like him but wasn't him. Mm. That thing killed... Did it unspeakable things? <laughs> that thing killed the damn, the, uh, the uh, grandfather. Did, yeah, did unspeakable things to him and shortly his corpse. Yes. Uh, right. yes. I distinctly remembered that. Yeah, it was really rude. And, um, really rude. It was rude. It was, rude. It was well rude. It was well rude. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then um, she hopefully banished it. To, it but... Yeah, she thought she banished it, but botched it. Mm-hmm. Ergo, the pool of blood. Uh, so you guys basically all had these weird episodes oh, happen yeah. that night, oh. where you kind of went into varying stages of insubstanti- insubstantiability, I suppose. Yeah, like I woke up and my hands were totally transparent. I couldn't yeah. grab anything. I got up out of bed and left my nightgown behind with me, or with, without me, laying in the same position I was. My servant pointed it out to me. Yes. <laughs> You're naked, my <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia uh, merely woke up under the bed. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Dr. Hume, on the other hand... I was, yeah, uh, he... Uh, I was sweating blood. Oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. bad. Yeah, that was really Literally weird. Literally sweating I blood. I cannot imagine your laundry bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. We anticipated CNC Music Factory by a whole century. Yes. <laughs> so... Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't saw my, my real doctor friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, you did. Yeah. 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 That's right. I'm a... I'm a an alienist. I'm, I'm sort of a proto-psychologist or psychiatrist, but I, uh, I didn't learn much in, in med school. I got a, a biology skill of 6%. <laughs> it's like a guy I worked for who had a law degree from Harvard, and he's like, I didn't learn a thing. I ran a poker ring out of my dorm room for four years. 
He's like, I cheated my way through through Harvard. Oh so. my God. That's yeah. what you learn in law school. That's what you learn yeah. in law school, yeah. I'm cheating. I've talked to enough lawyers to know that's it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to sort of compensate for that is fast talk, his persuasion skills are really high. Yes. So he, They'd uh, have he, to he be. He can talk a good. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what he's got. That's oh. how he got past the board reviews. <laughs> they even have those, I don't know. Mm. Um, Probably not. Maybe. I don't it's know. a gray area. There's only three of them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and then you guys returned to the Pelgrian estate and found out that uh, that estate had an even worse night than all of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, worse. man. With you know, eyeballs getting eaten out. Oh. People sinking into the floor and so forth. Mm-hmm. Various oh. strange creatures. Yes. Yeah. Floating around. Lamprey eels. I'm pretty sure. In the air. We should get an increase in, you know, gun mm. stretch because Didn't you get shot that thing Did you take a check on that? Oh, okay, yeah, check your gun. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I've, I did too. Yeah. Oh, I, got a, I got a psychology check I never did. How does... I, how yeah, we'll, we'll do checks here in a second. Okay. Um, yeah. so, I'm just saying, like, that was pretty impressive. We that was impressive. Of, it was awesome. Yeah, basically, there was this, basically this, this giant lamprey came out of a dead serpent's mouth and started flying around. Yeah. These two, like, open up with their, like, revolver and derringer, just blow the thing out of the air. <laughs> Into three separate pieces. And then yeah. I grabbed the head. Yeah. Oh, and I meant to email you back. It was confirmed that that was human blood. That was human blood. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um. At any rate. Then we uh, found the initial guy, yeah, Arthur Pelgrane. Lord Pelgrane. Uh, oh yeah. With the floor. Yeah, he was and, like uh, half in the floor. Pike put him <laughs> out of his misery. <laughs> yeah. Him, yeah. Like that. In the head. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, my God, he's badass. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it needed right to happen. To it needed yeah. to happen. He was nutty. He was yeah. nuts in yeah. addition to being part of the floor. Right. That's right. He was. He was, <laughs> he was not there. He wasn't there. Yeah. He was in the other no, dimension yeah, he anyway. Was gone. He was gone. Yeah. So, so that was a, that was and then so uh, and then DEDI uh, performed the, the binding ceremony on the on the pool of blood, which was obvious at this point. It was obvious it was some sort of portal. Um, while you guys basically right. held the door shut while something was trying to bang the door down. Yes. I had so. flying shrimp try to tentacle my eyes. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> we <were wrecked laughs> so I was the only one who did not lose any sanity points from the experience. That's right. Hmm. You, Even though I had, you did. You did. I think I really bolstered my courage having shot the thing out of the air. Uh, uh, sure. That would do it. I would think. <laughs> I would walk bleed, with a, with a spring in my stomach. So, um, yeah. So, um, basically, what else? Well, and then yeah, that was basically that? it. Yeah. I mean, you didn't burn the house down, which no. I was shocked. I told DDI that, uh, DDI that, that, that I protected him while they were. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did nothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They were doing something. Yeah, they were doing something. I mean, I was a little preoccupied with my shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's true. I was just trying to hold the door closed. Yes. That's yeah. terrible. We were both doing that. Oh, I think she's going to join that. She's overjoyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so. Do I regain? Did, uh, there was some sanity regaining. Okay. We did? Yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah. Did I didn't? do that? I gained two points back. I don't think you did yours. Mm, I remember we talked about it's in the recording, but Well here, I'll just This is dramatic. I'm at the lowest I've ever been. <laughs> You're at your lowest ever. Yeah. No, I dropped two and then I got back two. So. Yeah, I lost a lot. I started I at forty five yeah. and I ended up at forty. I'm at so. sixty or something. Are you at the yeah, lowest you've ever been? Yeah. Oh, well then, forget about it. Oh, wait, no, no, oh, but no, the lowest... sanity from reading the doctor's uh, notebook. That's right, that's right. In the intro. Okay, yeah. that explains No, the lowest I've ever been is 37. That's but exactly I got back up to 40. All right, okay, all right. Yes. I'm just getting okay. water. Does anyone so, need anything else or water? Can you take some more hot water? 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 Jen, you want water? No, I'm good. Everybody else is good? Yeah, I'm good. It's just kind of... Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that I think that I covered everything. What do we do when we get a check? Do we have a check? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. oh we're waiting. All right. Oh yeah, because Padma. Padma and Pike have checks. Yeah, I have a check and spot hidden. Okay. She had a lot of water. All right. Well, Desiree knows how this goes, so. Explain what, I know how it goes. The check process. Yes. yes. So basically, when you have a check, um, you want to roll your skill, and you want to fail it instead okay. of making it. If you mm. fail the roll, your skill goes up. Oh. Oh, so it's hard to go up if you have a really The higher it goes, the harder there you it go. is, too. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You can eat. Okay. These are kind of cool because they tell you like which one's first. Oh, Ooh, those are neat. There was actually a really good gaming store in Denver that I used to get stuff. Yeah, Denver's Denver. got a good gaming scene Denver. in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. Denver's just awesome. Yeah, we had another we had another Bill in the group very briefly, and mm. he moved up to um, Boulder, but he was moving oh. up in Denver as well. Oh. And uh, maybe we switch places. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in Florida. Now. Okay. Did you roll? Yes. So you're rolling. rolling for Every, everything you've rolling checked. What have you checked? You're going to roll against it. But Credit reading and handgun. Okay. okay. So you're going to roll those two. You're going to try and fail it this time instead of make it. Okay. And let me know if you fail. So credit reading at 57, I have 85. So, so no. don't fail it, unfortunately. So you're going to erase the check now. I failed. You failed it? Mm -hmm. And I failed both. Okay. All right. So the first one is going to go up by three points. And, oh, no, 40, I'm at 45. And the second so erase one the check will go up on that by one too. point. Wait, three? Three on the first, one on the second. Okay. I failed to fail my. Oh. Oh. Do I just roll once for both of them? <clears throat> You're gonna roll for each one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I failed mine. Okay. Three. Ten points. Okay. Oh. Damn. Spot hidden. Nice. Oh my god. That'll be useful for everybody. Uh yeah. Okay. Wait, what's your spot hidden now? Forty-five. Nice. nice. Okay. Nice. All right. <clears throat> I'm wondering if I didn't buy a gun at some point after, after that. that. Entirely uh, possible. Hmm. <laughs> Inspired, like, I, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't wait. believe I let those two. <laughs> yeah. <You> women outshoot <laughs> me. Wait, no. Oh, no, wait, you're, you're, you're inspected by Well, I don't know what that means. It is a big thing. His mustache would have I beg your pardon. It's just a touch <laughs> beneath me, that sort of thing. Mm. Yes, we have, we have uh, basically, True. of course, Pike has a huge walrus mustache. Yes. yes. So we have a whole running gag about how his mustache yeah, goes into various convulsions to indicate his emotions. <laughs> and, and then when he's really excited, it actually twirls on a central pivot. So. <laughs> and he's like truly shocked. Yes. Awesome. Which is awesome. rare, which and, is and rare. His, and his bowler kind of hops up. It's rare <laughs> that I get really truly shocked. I want to see that. You should hire <laughs> someone to be your gun guy. I, well, you know what I'm thinking is. I think he would buy a gun that was way too much gun for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a four-gauge shotgun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I can handle this. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so... Elephant gun. I would... Uh, <laughs> he, goes, well, he goes into the firearm shop and like, I'll take care of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Maybe, maybe just a touch the under the yeah. elephant gun, but... <laughs> well, like, I guess... Caliber. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I guess what a 20 gauge shotgun might be what he would buy. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah okay. I, what I find interesting is that I have a feeling you would go into the shop, into the shop, and just be like you already know everything. And Give me like, a 20, yeah, 20 yeah. gauge shotgun. And like, well, 20, 21, whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And they're just like, I wanted uh, to shoot something. Yeah, this, this big. big. Sort of the kind of, <laughs> I wanted to shoot something that kind of was there, but wasn't there. <laughs> if I'm trying to catch a lamprey on the wing, what would you do? That's the name of the session. Lamprey so on the wing. That's the last session. Lamprey on the wing. Okay, oh so God. I have a 20 gauge shotgun. That is an awfully versatile gauge. It's a versatile gauge. The lamprey was leaping out of the water. I'm really impressed now. Apparently, my Darren has a base range of attack of five yards, and I managed to shoot it out of the That means basically, yeah, you're at full skill out to five yards, and then every increment beyond that, you're at half and half and half. Oh, right. Now, I didn't. Even more impressive. Purchase. Yes, you do. You invented it. It is firearms. That was one of your. Oh, yeah, so, so your default with a shotgun is, to, ooh, what is it? I guess, oh, is it 30%? 30, it? Okay. yeah, 30. All right, yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. No. Yeah. And that's not even taking into account the, uh, the spread bonus. So, Oswald, in terms of your, um, so you're just, like, a, essentially detective for hire, right? Yeah. Okay. Consulting detective. Okay. Basically, okay. this Helms fellow came along and started a whole craze, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, that was even a really appropriate laugh. <laughs> and he got it, was it all from me. And <laughs> it was a <laughs> Right, they're all they're all copying you, really. Uh -huh. Yeah, of get, course. Oh no, back. not another egomaniac. Oh, what's the admiralty here? Well, he's still trying to figure out where he lives. That's oh. true. <laughs> what is what is admiral? What is the admiralty? The admiralty mm -hmm. is uh, that's where the navy headquarters are. You know. Okay. Mustache Central. Well, I was like, you were previous military man, though, weren't you? Yeah, that's why I'm thinking I need to be near it. I would think that's all of London. <laughs> mustache Central. Yeah, great. Weren't mustaches out of fashion at this point, though? Only for the only young, for, only for the yeah, young, young people. Yeah. Okay. So I had a mustache. The oh, that's right. Yeah. Mustaches never go out of style for cops. No, that's true. we talked about this last time. Larger, bushier ones that kind of yeah. go over the lip yeah. a little bit. So you can't walrus really like this. Yeah, walrus too elegantly. Mine's definitely trimmed. Definitely. Feels well, I always look stern, stern. Yeah, it's and frowning. Okay. Kind of like a but I, but I'm snotty dog. Do you know? They're like, that was a funny joke. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Finnegan, he's cracking up. I'm going to see his teeth. Contain yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a sense of decorum. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then, well, and then um, speaking of the, the wheelchair and everything. Mm -hmm. So I was just thinking about how we're, you know, again, about 100 years out from the, um, you know, the ADA and so forth. And um, I, I think it would be uh, reasonable to say that you're not completely paralyzed, right? You're just, you're in a wheelchair because it's very difficult for you to get around, but you can if you want to. You know, like that's you know, why you, I have a cane. You get up with a cane right. and, okay. and move very slowly. Because mm -hmm. the dexterity of three is, is terrible. You're yeah. only three for oh. dexterity. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you were truly paralyzed, you'd have a dex of zero, basically. Right, yeah. right. So, so it could be. Yeah. So yeah. he has some movement. Uh -huh. He has some, you have some movement in your... Well, my upper body you works really buff. well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Super I get around buff. mostly by upper body power, but right. I can still move around. Okay. okay. That's good enough. That's the, these are important things to know when, oh, say, you're being chased by something. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> oh, I wonder when that would happen. We're in life, man. There's some stairs. Shoot. Yeah. 
Well, we're also, we're also way ahead of racing wheelchairs too. Especially yeah. if we're going downhill. I don't. I don't know how. Uh, and and wheelchair access. Just snap off your little wicker bridge. I'll remember yeah. you in my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, so um, it is late November. It is uh, Friday, November 24th. Okay. 1893. The day after Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> for the, certain countries. For the colonists. Yes. <laughs> for you, it's just another day. Mm, yeah. Um, and yes, it has been pissing rain. Um, On Steve Merchant Day. You're all back, yes, right. You're all back in uh, your various residences in London. Um, when you all get a hand-delivered envelope from a courier. No, those are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it begins. It's, uh, you know, printed on fancy, you know, heavy bond paper with a, with a little um, blue satin uh, ribbon tie. Looks like an invitation. All right. Don't let the music throw you off. It's just an invitation. Invitation to horror. All right. So I'm gonna undo the ribbon on my invitation. What does it say? Your invitation reads, "Dear person, whoever it's addressed to, you know the pleasure of your company is cordially requested." For tomorrow evening at the residence of Master John Bidwell. The music's so inappropriate. <laughs> Actually. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, after last time I probably would be feeling like... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Any invitation you get yeah. now, it's like... Yeah. Is it John Bidwell? John Bidwell. Nice. You can all give me no rolls at one quarter of the Oh, come on. Okay. Um, now I have to do math. Yeah, I know. That's at the one quarter of, of, yeah. no? of your no. Um, and I fail. <laughs> Four divided by. I'm pretty sure I failed. See one. Wait, am I just? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So like sixteen. What's going on? So your no is uh, next to your education there. Oh, no, I did not right. make it. Ah, so you want to you want to quarter that. Divide by four. And then roll under. It. Oh, I right. see. I miserably failed. So mine is like sixteen. What's your no? Five. Half of twenty-five is. 12. Twelve. Like twelve. So 13? Six, 13. six or less. Oh. Oh. Wait, so oh, oh, I'm no, sorry. 12. 25 is already half. Yeah. Okay, so 12. 12. 12. Or 13. 13. I got 25. Hey. How'd you do there, Detective? Oh, oh no. I, oh. I failed. Oh, I mean, not, not you. Maybe I should change my character Inspector. again. No. You know, if you have to use me... You don't have an Inspector yet. If you have to use me to be, like, to die, I'll do it. Oh, I'll use any of you to die. To die, yeah. To. <laughs> I'm just saying, my character, obviously, I can change... Are, are you already angling for a character suicide? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, um... Oh, no. Any one of you could die. I'm just saying, because since we have two detectives... Well, no, he's a consulting detective. I'm a detective. He's not, he's not legal in he's any not, way, he's shape, or form. He's not connected to Scotland. He's like MacGyver. Exactly. You're MacGyver. Yeah. MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> Michael Guyver. All right. Joe MacGyver. Joe MacGyver. So you all know John Bidwell. Uh, it's just basically, you know, sort of a minor um, upper class gentleman. Um, the, hmm. You know, his name's familiar to you. Okay. Um, he's a wealthy entrepreneur. Involved in shipping and industry, um, and something of an adventurer. That's mostly how you know him. He gets his name in the paper with travels to America, the Orient, and Australia. 
Um, no, a well-educated man known for his keen mind and sharp wit. Um, and very well-connected. Uh, however, he's been conspicuously absent from society for some time. Rumor had it he was suffering from an exotic illness that he mm. picked up during one of his travels. Mm. And uh, was confined to a hospital until recently. I'm going to say syphilis. <laughs> I'm going to go with syphilis. I'm going to go with syphilis. I'm going to go with typhoid. No, he'd still illnesses, be dead. yes. Dead I've heard of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Those so are deep diseases. Those are deep diseases. I've your disease. That I'm aware. Um, okay, so... Um, so we all got these invitations. Yes, we've all been invited. And Good. we've all been invited. When is the when is this tomorrow evening, Saturday? Oh, so is it like formal attire? Formal. Oh shit. Okay, so I'm gonna break out my suit. Here and go I'm, my I'm gonna start brushing my my tuxedo off. Oh, you got you going with a tuxedo? Yeah, a white. The yeah. tailcoat. I'm going with a tailcoat. There I'm gonna go. start brushing on my tailcoat. <laughs> <laughs> brush, 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 shine my shoes. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. I'm gonna pull out my nicest jar to wander around my mm. age well, appropriate. Make an excellent meal nice. and uh, prepare my pomade for the next one. <laughs> 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 More <in> pestle. <laughs> I had to do it on an oyster shell back then. Now you can still have a, a, a manservant if you want as an NPC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a Robin Ward, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I will. Yes. Um, we take the fun out of that, Desiree. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if Pike fights the bullet, then you can always inhabit Ward. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm malleable. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you're all you're all RSVPing, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. we're there. We're going. No tucks though, no tails, because tails restrict my movement in my chair. That's true. Oh, that's true. Oh. a different type oh, of suit. is good yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it's it's a uh, pretty typical late November in London. Have we seen each other since uh, since our, our adventure? That's sort of up to you. Um, there haven't been any dawn uh, convocations. There have been the flying rolls. There, you know, uh, uh, been correspondence between different members and so forth. But um, I'm just thinking. I'm going with the you know when four people have gone through something like that, they never want to see each other again. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we're not, I would avoid, I, I mean, honestly, I've been busy at the yard. Yeah, so, um, you missed a bit of work. I, I did. I have invited you over for tea, all of you. Oh. Just, you know, okay. for the sake of pleasantries. Oh, sure. Okay. And nobody showed? Did we show? Did we show up? <laughs> I know, that's not the thing, so nobody you, showed up. Probably not, and I probably wouldn't have expected you to, but the invitation But you put it out out there. Uh, uh, I came and went. Why isn't anyone else coming? <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I haven't met. Mm. All right. Well, I'm thinking the last thing I did was um, sort of take credit for all of the things that you did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you might not like me that much. Excellent. You all hate each other. <laughs> all right. This is Lesbian Pike. All right. <laughs> At this point, I think because I'm like all low on the totem pole, that stuff doesn't bother me. Just gonna okay. work my way up, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I I'm of the mind that credit comes when right. I'm not doing it to get credit. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it because I have to to fight the good fight. That's right. Okay. Okay. That's my stance on things. Okay. Okay. Although, you know. And I got the haunted estate out of it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yay! Yay. All right, so, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's pretty typical late November weather in London. The the rain does let up Friday night, uh, and uh, gives way to 
pretty much just gloomy, overcast. Um, ominous. <laughs> ominous clouds. Hmm. And sort of steady temperatures in the low 40s, pretty much around the clock. Okay. Um, with the occasional light, damp fog. Such as that has descended on the city Saturday hmm. night, the 25th. Hmm. And you all arrive in varying, hmm. varying times at the Bidwell uh, residence. <clears throat> in uh, Lennon Terrace. Nice. A fashionable neighborhood in St. John's Wood. Okay. Ah! Um, now Oswald didn't participate, but we know him. Yes, you all know each other through okay. the order. Yes, and that's, yeah. Um, so, so we arrive. We're, I mean, I'm there, right? Yes, you're, you're all sort of pulling up in your carriages. Okay, do I notice anybody else, like, from the order? As you, as you debark mm-hmm. from the carriage? No, it's most, well, of course, you know, it's just, you know, with the with the light fog and the dark and everything, it's hard to see. You know, there's there's gas lamps, gas lamps uh, flickering in the in the fog and the, the clatter of hooves and carriages uh, mm. along the you know the, the, the brick street. Uh, Big Ben chiming in the distance, nice. um, and you can see several carriages yeah, okay. already kind of standing and waiting. And you know the various um, what do they call them, jardies, the the carriage drivers, sort of clustered under the gas lamps, you know, mm-hmm. warming their hands and, and gossiping. Um, but there is a warm glow emanating from the, uh, Bidwell house, mm-hmm. and, um, a doorman at the door to show you in. So, you all show your, uh, invitations, mm-hmm. and are, uh, ushered in. Um, and yes, there are men in formal attire, um, there's a buffet table set up with chefs. With the puffy hats and everything. Oh, wow, cool. puffy hats. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Stops. Yes. Um, a, a string quartet is, uh, you know, playing over in the corner. How many people are there already? Um, quite a bit. Mm. Quite, a, quite, a, quite a number of people. And uh, quite, a, quite a few that you recognize. Yeah, I was going to um, say. There's um, uh, many of the wealthy and influential of London are there. Hmm. Cool. So for those of you in the middle class, uh, perhaps... You know, these connections that you forged with uh, some of your betters in the order are paying off as you landed your... Maybe they uh, are. ...invitations here. Um, mm. So, yes, we can assume you're all there uh, after a certain point. And, uh, actually, yeah, you guys can give me uh, no rolls or credit rating rolls, your choice, to identify various mm-hmm. party attendants. No. <laughs> make it! Oh, okay. I make it. Nice. Fail. Okay. Well, go on. Maybe I'll do now. Whichever's higher. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. No, it would be up to characteristics. Made my credit. Nice. Ooh. I just have to get... Under. Under. Yeah, okay, I'll do credit. Made it. Okay. So, Celestia, as soon as you come in, you see that Florence Farr is there. Right. Okay. So, you, you know, she, she spots you, you guys greet each other. I join her party. You know, kiss, kiss, all that. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's there with Dr. Uh, William Westcott. Right. Actually. Yeah. Oh, who's that? Uh, he was one of the, he's, no, he's one of the um, founders of the, of the order. He was the oh, one who was in the Paris room. No, oh, that's Mathers. That's Mathers. Westcott, there yeah. were three, three founders, one is dead. Mathers is in Paris. Westcott is the one in London. Oh, okay. Now, this is a confidential oh. matter for these guys, but you know, some of the characters. But I 
talked to him recently. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you did. So mm-hmm. some, <coughs> some uh, interaction with him. Um, okay, so Pike, you you identify um, Henry Matthews, the Home Secretary. Um, actually, no, you would recognize Major Henry Smith, Commissioner of the City of London Police. Oh, wow, yes. oh, cool. The police commissioner's here. Yes. Uh, um, Oswald, you you uh, <coughs> identify the Home Secretary, Henry Matthews, and. Um, Padma, you pick out um, Annie Besant of the Theof- Theosophical Society. And um, uh, Dr. Hume, you recognize the noted psychic Godfrey Williamson. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you guys sort of mingle, um, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Florence sort of points out to you, like, uh, you know, oh, there's a. Um, there's the uh, the author um, Arthur Conan Doyle. He's the, oh. the chronicler of the adventures of that consulting detective fellow. Oh, and, um, oh and, and uh, come, let me let me uh, let me introduce you to, to Henry Irving and uh, Ellen Terry. Oh, wonderful! Wow, jeez. Have you met Ellen Smithy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's lurking around here somewhere. Oh dear. Uh, Pike, you you see um, a fellow who's um, he's wearing. Uh, you know, tails and, and, and a white tie, but the, the jacket's made out of sort of a, a crushed velvet. And he, he's, he's sort of uh, tall and gangly with like sandy blonde hair and a, and a hook nose. Oh. And, and he's, just, he's just sort of like assuming, the, assuming yeah. sort of a feet air uh, as, he, as he sort of stands off to the side and, and uh, quietly um, sips some champagne. Who is that? He, he kind of gets under your skin. He's really bothering me. Uh-huh. I don't he like... looks like one of those hipsters. Yeah, I don't, like, uh-huh. I, I don't like dandies or fops of yes, any kind. Indeed. So. Hmm. He's oh. bothering me. I know who it is. I know who it is. I know. Me too. <laughs> I have a feeling too. I have a feeling too. I have a feeling too. He's bothering me. I should probably go... Well, I should avoid him at all costs. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the other side of the room. You're gonna go to the other side. All right, you, you start talking with uh, Major Smith. Yes, definitely business. Um, uh, and uh, um, Oswald is your, you know, sort of sitting in your chair with your with your ward, Mr. Ward, uh, at your side. Um, Behind me, he's always pushing. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't use those arms. Don't mind me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a fellow, um, you know, sort of a, an older gentleman, comes over and, uh, and says, uh, oh, Oswald Finnegan, I, I uh, thought that was you. Yes. You yes. Don't recognize <laughs> <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I Although, know you, sir? <laughs> yes. You can prove your, your uh, consulting detective skills by giving an idea roll here. And see, oh, yes. See what that comes up with. An idea roll. Oh, gee, that should be hard. Oh. I passed. Okay. Oh. Uh, yes, you deduce by, um, uh, you know, small uh, details on this person that this is wealthy shipping magnate Nigel Stander. Okay. In case you're wondering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he just starts chatting with you. He's like, oh, I wonder when our guest is going to, uh, or our guest, or I wonder when our host is going to, uh, present himself. Oh. I'm wondering the same thing myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, as he says that, the uh, the clock strikes nine, Damn. and a gaunt figure enters the ballroom. <laughs> the man is pale and frail looking. Um, he has uh, black hair and a goatee, both of which are streaked with silver. 
and is dressed in uh, black formal wear. And he's walking with the aid of a cane. Hmm. So, very Willy Wonka-ish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the string quartet hushes, and, uh, and he walks in, and all eyes turn to look at him. And uh, one of the servants, um, presumably the butler, steps forward and, and says, Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's host, John Bidwell. So we all in a little bit of applause. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm king clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Just don't look around. Yeah. So uh, uh, Nigel Stander and um, you know Florence Farr and, and basically everyone you're all talking with in the various mm. locations around the room. Basically, there, there's sort of this murmur goes through the room because mm. everyone's basically saying the same thing. It's like, oh, he doesn't look well. Oh. Um, most of the people here haven't seen him in years. Right. Um, he's in obvious ill health, but he smiles and waves. And the music starts up again, hmm. and um, you know the party kind of swings back into into progress. Mm. So he starts to sort of <laughs> slowly mingle around the room, um, you know, just sort of um, chatting with people and so forth. Um, so let's see. So who's he, who does he me, go to first? You can all give me psychology rolls. I fail. I fail. I'm in it. Oh. Oh. I fail. Fail. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. All right. Um, so, so Dr. Hume, as you're watching him, you can tell that although he looks very uh, frail, his mind seems to be still sharp. He seems to be in full possession of his faculties, basically. Can I approach him? Is there a Absolutely. way for me to... Yeah, you know, he's, okay. he's sort of mingling, so you can just mm -hmm. kind of sidle over and wait for him to finish talking to somebody. And then See, I was wondering okay. who he talked to first. Yeah. He's, he's, he's chatting with uh, the home secretary. Oh. But, you know, you can, you can feel free okay. to, to kind of sidle over. So, so, so you're, as, as you're right there. Of, with You're with them. No, no, he's talking to the shipping magnate, uh, oh. Nigel. Nigel. Oh, well, then who's... Nigel Stander. Who, oh, but he's still no, on the home recognized secretary. Him. He recognized the home yeah, secretary. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So. So. <clears throat> introduce myself. Mm -hmm. Dr. Miles Hume. I... Yes, of course. Imagine. Raise your hand. And, I'm sure you uh, can give me a medicine roll. You've heard of me, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. A medicine roll? A medicine roll. Oh. Yes. One of your strong suits, doctor. Actually, I didn't even put any points in I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I failed it miserably. Did you get a 96 I got a 99. Oh! <laughs> really? Oh, no. Critical failure. He's obviously uh, suffering from syphilis. So. <laughs> <laughs> So this isn't a delicate matter, but I could tell that you're suffering from syphilis. <laughs> oh my god! No, no. Uh, so, so his, his, I could tell, however, <laughs> that your mind is keen. <laughs> oh my god! So wow. his, his cheeks uh, darken a bit. Oh. You don't yeah, need to be embarrassed, sir. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a doctor. <laughs> oh my god. I see. Um, I assure you that anything you tell me will be held in the strictest confidence. <laughs> now I must ask first, where are you receiving your medical care? Oh, okay. All right. I'm All worried right. that it may be from a lesser colleague. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the lesser colleague. The infamous lesser colleague. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, are, which is... 
Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Whenever you critically fail something, you still get a check because oh, we always learn best from our worst mistakes. So he he's cordial and he's sort of just nodding and smiling politely, and he and he says, "Well, doctor, um, in my experience, medical uh, professionals do not make uh, snap diagnoses of that uh, nature." And I can tell you that um, it is not any sort of disease that I am suffering from, but uh, merely uh, getting back my health after a prolonged period of, of uh, non-syphilis-related illness. <laughs> I understand, and I will back you in that story. <laughs> oh! oh my god! Doubles down. Oh my god. <laughs> That's almost like a glove slap. <laughs> I say, I, excuse me a moment, I have to go talk to the Queen's psychic. I have, I have a most uh, pressing question for him. So okay. he moves on. Oh my god. <laughs> so so he, he, he begins to mingle, and he kind of, he comes... He comes around. He he talks to uh, you know he, he talks to he talks to Oswald for a bit. You know, just just sort of pleasantries and so forth. But as he's as he's talking to you, he's he's sort of like asking a few things. Like you know, I say, what what do you make of this whole um, uh, spiritualism movement? You know, seances and that sort of thing. Mm. Are you putting any stock in it? Um. I don't know, have I? <laughs> <laughs> what is well, your parents say? Remember yes, the Golden Dawn. Yes, I have considered it, and I've done done extensive research on the matter. Hmm. But I'm not have at liberty you? to discuss much of it. Fascinating. What do you know? Go ahead and give me uh, an occult roll at double your normal skill. Nice. Okay, occult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I still fail. Okay, that's fine. Um, so you, you chat about matters of cult for a while, but... Um, don't really manage to connect anything meaningful. So, you know. so then he, he sort of continues to circulate, and he comes around to Inspector Pike, you know. And Detective Pike. Detective Sergeant oh. Pike. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, so so nice to have a, a man of the CID here at, here at the party. Oh, yes, yeah, so I appreciate the invitation. Yes, indeed. Um, so, you know, chit-chat and so forth. And, you know, I say, what do you make of this whole spiritualism movement and so forth? So go, well, go ahead and give me an occult roll of double your normal. What, ten? Mm-hmm. I rolled 11. Oh! Ouch. Wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, I have a question. Um, I was wondering, um, well, I mean, I'm wondering how you feel about it, seeing as how there are so many people here that um, are, you know, well-versed in, in that area. Oh, you're um, right. I, I suppose as a man of the art, it's your, it's your job to know what everybody's occupation indeed is. Indeed it is. And <laughs> so I've noticed that there are many people here who are attached to the spiritualism. Keenly observed, Detective Sergeant. Yes. Well, can you answer my question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say that. I don't say that. I don't say that. Um, um, That's okay. You wouldn't have much tact, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, let me see here. I just have a couple questions for you. Um, so I'm just curious what you feel about, um, what you think about that particular movement. Um, I don't know yet. Um, that's part of the reason why I've invited so many uh, distinguished members of that community here. I, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to uh, to talk to them. Mm, I see. All right. Very good. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Well, indeed. Uh, please uh, help yourself. Oh, to I had one more question. Who's that gentleman over there in the uh, uh, with the crushed velvet suit and the um... <laughs> yeah. John Pearl? Just respectable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's Mr. Beardsley. He's an artist. Oh, I see. Yes. Mm, thank you. That's <laughs> great. 
<laughs> so, you know, he sort of circling around and comes back around to uh, to where you are, yes. Celestia, and, and you know, you're there with um, uh, Dr. Westcott and yes. so he's sort of he's sort of chatting with Dr. Westcott primarily. Oh. Okay. Um, sort of sort of giving you and Florence uh, the old cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a half Not surprising. psychology roll. Half psychology roll. Mm-hmm. Fail. Mm-hmm. I have low psychology. He comes around eventually, though, in the conversation. He starts talking to you in Florence. So give me a give me a double your cult roll there. Pass. Okay. So so he gets into a conversation with you and you and Florence, and mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of talk at length a bit. You know, well, actually, you know, spiritualism goes back to America, uh, northern New York, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Started in the 1840s, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, so you you give him some you know some chit chat about that, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I see, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, women can serve a purpose. So, yeah, right, he sort, of, he sort of warms to you a bit, but you still feel like, I mean, like when he leaves, he shakes Dr. Westcott's hand, uh-huh. but not you or Florence. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Well, why would he, really? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he doesn't even, like, bow or, oh, shit. you know, anything really? like that. He, he, just, he just sort of like... <laughs> Sorry, I mean, that's just crazy. Oh, God, what a douche. Yeah. I know, that's that's surprising. Surprising. <laughs> that's surprising. Every adventure will feature a new douchey He's NPC. Surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Let's talk about William Westcott. <laughs> William Westcott. How does yeah. he react? Yeah. Um, is he like? Is he like okay with that? Or well, he's he's being very cordial and polite. Right. You know? Okay. I mean, he's he's a guest. You know, yeah. so it's All like right. he's not gonna be looking. So you have insulted these ladies on it. Okay. Unfortunately. And so, yes, eventually he does come around to um, Padmon. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you can give me a psychology roll of half your normal there. She's doing. I'm going to boot the dog. She's looking. She's looking sheepish. She's eating sheepish. She is. Yeah, what so, what's your normal half psychology? Half psychology. Okay, oh, so you want roll. three or less. <laughs> roll oh on. Like, yeah, the odds that are... Uh, 79. Yeah. 79. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, he, he chats with you, so you can give me a, a, a cult roll at double your normal chance of success. Make it. All right. Yay. So that is zero out of... Oh, wow. Zero, 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 zero. Very good. You what? zero, zero, zero? Yeah. So that's actually oh, 100. That's 100. Oh, yeah. So that is, a, that is the worst fail. possible roll you can oh, make. Oh, failed. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's... So, essentially, no, essentially, you just um, you kind of draw a blank um, when he starts asking you about like um, seances and spirituals and that sort of thing. You know, it's just sort of like, and and he, he shuts down the conversation very quickly. He's just sort of, eh, yes, uh, enjoy yourself. Oh. You know, and, and he kind of hobbles really? off at this point. Yeah, he's a mood. Doesn't like chicks, I get it. Right. Yeah. I get it. Uh, <laughs> get syphilis. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I counted those. I'll give you syphilis. Yes, that right. we do. <laughs> Why you joked there. Talking about to look at this. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um... So around eleven, um, did did I observe this uh, her getting snubbed? Yes. Like that essentially? Yes. I'll uh, I'll approach her and say you mustn't let this bother you. The man has a medical condition. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah. It's nice to see you too. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hume. <laughs> oh, Dr. Hume. Still as Dr. Hume as ever. <laughs> so Hume-y. Yep. Um, so around 11 p.m., uh, uh, Bidwell, you know, once again addresses the hall, and, he's, and he says, you know, thank you all so much for coming, but I, as for myself, I have grown tired and am uh, going to uh, retire. Uh, feel free to stay and, uh, and enjoy the party, though. And so with that, he, he departs from the room. And let's see. Celestia, you're the only one who made your report roll. I do. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you waiting for this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No problem. I think you probably blanked your occult because it was so horrific that you're like, you don't even really want to ask that question. Yeah, I can you know, tell you things. Let's not even joke yeah, about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you sense something that he's not serious. Right. I think there's something to that. Yes. What is it's all books and pitograms and ecstasy? There's this big shrimp thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So don't even. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't even thing is what killed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Jeez, all around. So I'll leave this up to you guys' uh, discussion oh as a group. Basically, <laughs> Celestia is the only one who's going to get an invitation to what? the after party. Wow. So to speak. Hey um, oh my god. Hey -o. Hey -o. Um, and, after party. Um, so if nice. you guys want to leave the room, that's fine. If you want to stay in the room, that's fine. Because honestly, like, you know, you're probably just going to tell them what happened anyway. Okay. Right? Yes. Yeah, oh, I mean, of course. It's, it's not, not going to be anything. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Is there some indication that she's I'll been sickering. sort of... Singled out. Basically, so once Bidwell once oh, Bidwell retires, his uh, butler comes over to your group, uh -huh. and, and and sort of in a hushed voice, so you, you guys can see the butler sort of saying, "You know, mm, yeah, and, and, you know um, Mr. Bidwell requests you know the pleasure of your company in the upstairs library." Okay. Oh my. Yes. So yes, you you see this. Okay. So we know uh, she. She's yeah, had a social right. success. Now, yeah. so, yeah. But the We're rest gonna is just going up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> like guests are starting to depart. You know, the, the host is retired, so now you can you know play. Go to the next affair. Yeah. To do so. All right. Well, um, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh. Uh, no, no, it's okay. it's okay. I'll try to get a little time with Doctor Westcott. Okay, sure. Oh. Yes. Yes. Well, Dr. Westcott was, he also, was also, also probably going invited. Yeah. Dr. Westcott, uh, Florence Farr, and Celestia. Uh, hmm. I'll, uh, can I, can, I, can I speak with him before he leaves? Sure, yeah, you can okay. catch us. Um, Dr. Westcott, I wanted to yeah. speak with you about the matter we discussed before. I wonder if maybe I could just... Certainly, certainly. So uh, I'll he, just mill around. He steps. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they want me to stay. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, certainly. Yes. Uh, I'll meet you on the way out. Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to tell him warning that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Westcott, the man has syphilis. Oh, it's so. Oh, oh, yes. Please do wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use uh, the upstairs bathroom. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> So, so you, you go upstairs, 
uh, and are ushered into this uh, small library. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in the center of the room is a long, heavy table with a purple cloth draped over it, uh, and an ornate candelabrum um, set in the center. Uh, the gas lamps are on, though. Mm-hmm. The candles are unlit. But wow. That's cool. The, uh, yeah. the windows have been drawn closed, and 13 chairs have been arranged around Whoa. the table. Yes. Um, um, so, you know, you get up to the room around the same time, and, you know, other people start to arrive. Uh, the Theosophical Society's Annie Gassant is there. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Um, the, uh, the Queen Psychic, Robert James Lees, is there. The, the other noted psychic, Godfrey Williamson, is there. Wow. Uh, various this is other... Deal. This is it. Yeah. Various is other Various other worthies, Dr. Peter Begg. You know, you, you sort of... Everyone introduced, you know, oh, yes, Dr. Peter Begg. Paul wow. Donner, Sir Philip Knight, Dr. Stephen Mathers, Warren Puckridge, Do- Sir Thomas Rumbelow, Dr. Donald Underwood, various, you know, luminaries. And, wow. You know, high-ranking people. Um... So you gradually all sort of take your seats around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 12 of you in attendance, uh, and the 13th chair is empty. Bidwell is not, in, not there yet. All right. um, so um, shortly before midnight, the butler comes back in and uh, begins to uh, shut all the drapes tight and uh, lights the candles on the candelabrum and extinguishes the gas lamps. Um, with that, he uh, exits the room, and you hear the doors lock. Oh! Ooh. Does that, that match your inner panic, that music? Don't room? worry, it's just to keep you from fleeing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, at that point, a, a uh, small door <laughs> on the side, you know, like to a side room mm-hmm. opens, mm-hmm. and Bidwell enters. Wearing a black hooded robe. Yeah. No, he did. Wow. He's carrying in his hand a crystalline cube about four inches uh, on the side, four inches square. Oh. The yeah, clock cute. begins to strike midnight. Wow. He takes a seat and places the cube <laughs> in front of him, and then says, "Everyone, join hands and close your eyes." Uh, uh. The um, 12th time strikes and the seance begins. Uh-huh. Uh, Bidwell begins a litany of occult rhetoric. Really? Stating over, over and over that he wishes to send his mind out to contact the others. Wow. Uh, at one point, he does say a word that doesn't sound familiar nor like English. You can give me a listen roll to... Listen it up. We're counting on you. Fail. All right. Oh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> um, so the seance goes on and on. You're just, you know, you're all sitting there with your hands joined. And he's just, you know, doing this litany on and on. His, his voice starts to get hoarse and cracking. Mm. Um, you know, maybe if you peek a little bit, you can see sweat starting to go down his brow. Oh dear. Oh dear. But nothing's really happening. Really? And finally, at 12.45, he slumps into his chair, uh, breaks contact with those on either side of him. He's breathing heavily. Mm. And, uh, you know, in a cracked voice, the, the, the seance was a failure. Oh. Thank you for attending. Uh, d- uh, my uh, my man will show you out. <clears throat> Hanson, please. And with that, he uh, he stands and sort of slumps out of the room. I must rest. It's sort of the last thing he says as he, uh-huh. as he leaves the room. Uh-huh. 
So, so at that, the uh, the door unlocks, and this handsome fellow comes back in and, and says, "Well, uh, oh, and, and he takes the uh, he takes the cube with him." Ah, uh, mm. yes. Um, Just the I'm not there. <laughs> um, uh, with that, handsome, you know, comes in and says, "Well, yes, thank you all for attending, and, and let me show you out." So, hmm. Downstairs. So it's it's a quarter of one, and you're basically the only one left in the, the door. <laughs> uh, like the, the even the, uh, even the uh, string quartet and the chefs have packed up and go, and left at this point, and uh, you know the servants are kind of, you know, uh, staring at you pointedly. You know, They're like oh, this, this guy is still here. So so you He's see everyone coming down okay. the stairs, and you know. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll try to I'll try to get, get Doctor Westcott to uh, I'll just try to get a little mm-hmm. time with him in a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So uh, yes, uh, Doctor, what did you want to? Well, I was curious if you'd uh, written down any of the uh, dreams that you've been having uh, discussed. Ah yes, um, I've been uh, I have been keeping a log. Yes, um, I will uh, I'll be in touch with you about that. I also wanted to add. And I'm going to use uh, persuasion. Mm-hmm. Yes, if I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is my persuasion skill? Persuade. Oh, I guess I forgot to write it down. I was higher than that. I'm pretty sure I failed it, though. Okay. But um, <laughs> I'll tell him. Um, you know, secrets are a terrible bird. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes, you did. I fear that this might be adding to your mental strain. Um, I just want you to know if you if there's anything that you want to unburden yourself with. That's what I'm here for. That's why I waited here because I'm concerned about your health. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um. So Celestia, did you just kind of proceed out of there? When He's like, around? all right. <laughs> but I did want to converse with the Queen's psychic and ask, ask him if he felt anything. Oh, yeah. So any you're lives. sort of talking on the yeah, way Yeah, what we're discussing. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that it was a failure. Um, with so all wait, these does Westcott even does Westcott even acknowledge what Dr. Well, I'm just, I'm just cutting away. Because oh, okay. <laughs> this is what's happening when... Okay. Uh, uh, my I'm checking it here on the... On the Portal page and see when I hadn't put your character up here. Unlike some people. Yeah, you. Me. Oh, you checking for persuade? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so bad with you that. You got it. No, you got pretty. It's I think you. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It's just not how it works. Uh, <laughs> no, it's hard. And then again, let's see. Looks like all these are at default. That's weird. That can't be right. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was really right. weird. It like automatically puts. Hmm. All right. Oh, it well, does? It automatically does? It's not mine, too. Oh, really? It's not right. bad data. Well, yeah. weird. I don't know. How all the numbers pop up to you anyway. I'm pretty sure I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you know, he, he sort of... Uh, this is as they're leaving the room, Yeah, right? yeah. So milling the house. On the yeah. landing there by the staircase. down the house, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's only a few carriages left out on the street, and so he sort of strokes his, his white goatee, you know. And he's like, oh, yes, um... It's strange, though. I, I didn't feel it. Mm. I think it was a failure. Okay. Sometimes, uh, sometimes these things happen. Huh. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so you're conversing back and forth. Okay. And I did. I did look up my persuasion. Okay. And I did it. fail it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, Doctor Westcott. Well, uh, you know, with all due respect, Doctor, I, this is hardly the venue 
uh, to discuss. So um, <laughs> perhaps uh, the next time I see you, we in a more private uh, environment. We I'm tempted to like try a fast talk and oh try that. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> well, generally, uh, well, generally... I kind of feel like the evening's just down the toilet. I mean, I accuse my host of being syphilitic and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just go with it. Back on the invite yeah. list. No. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and, and then generally, fast talks used for basically just a quick con on somebody. Okay. You know, like if you're trying to fast talk your way past a guard or you know okay. something like that. Okay. All right. So I failed. Yeah, so, so you know, Dr. Westcott, you know, he's, he's sort of uh, putting on his frock coat and his top hat, and he, he bids you good evening and uh, and heads off into the night. And, you know, it sort of leaves you standing there in the hall, so like, hmm. So go ahead and give me a listen roll. Everybody else has been... Listen. Everybody has been so inappropriate this evening. Oh, I feel like Sorry. Oh. Well, that's fine. I did kind of want to sneak around, but it wouldn't have been proper. Well, um, <clears throat> let's see here. So you know you're you're sort of gathering, uh, gathering your own things, when um, you hear the um, sounds of a struggle upstairs. Oh, Ooh. like banging, banging uh, sounds, and a yell. A yell. Okay. Well, um, I'll be uncharacteristically brave and run up to see. <laughs> what's Give me a luck roll. A look, a luck roll. Yes. Okay. Made my luck roll. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. So as you uh, <laughs> as you uh, you run up the stairs, um, you see the uh, what uh, what you don't know, but Celestia would know, is the door to the uh, private library fly open, and um, you see uh, Hanson the butler come rushing out um, with a fireplace poker in his hand, um, and he just he just sort of barrels past you. Like down the stairs, he's just flying down the stairs. Um, oh. I wonder, should I go in the room or should I follow him? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna follow him. I guess there's Are something. You? Well, no, no, I'm gonna go in the room. Okay, rushing up the uh, rushing up the yeah. stairs. Um, or maybe somebody heard him there. Right. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you run in. You, you see this, you know, the small library. There's a there's a table with a purple cloth over it. No one's in there, but there's a, a small side door that's open. Okay, well, I'll go in through the side door. So you go into the side door, you enter into a, sort of just a, a little study. There's a fireplace and a fire going in it. And there, in front of the fire, uh, wearing a black robe, is John Bidwell, sort of spread-eagled on a, uh, you know, Persian rug, uh, not moving. Hmm. Okay, okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll well, I guess what skill would I use to ascertain if he's dead or not? Um, well, um, this <laughs> wouldn't really need a skill roll, because as you get close to him, you yeah. can just see a bright, um, uh, you know, patch of blood on his chest. Oh my god! And you see uh, a hole in the robe, basically right over his heart. Oh my god! Okay, I'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Even I would know that there's no point in trying to administer first aid at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll uh, I'll shout for help. Okay. Yes. So you you sort of raise the hue and cry. <coughs> Celestia, you're still getting into your uh, carriage. So you're mm-hmm. listen All right. Oh, come on. You hear a woman <coughs> shriek. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fail. Okay. I fail. So uh, so you know your your carriage sort of clip clopping away yeah. into the dark London night. 
and you, you know you hear a police whistle off of the off of the distance, but you know mm. what could it be? Yeah, it be? Mm. It's such a nice neighborhood. Um, too. Related <laughs> to us, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. definitely. Um, so it's the next day. Um, That's Doctor Hume. You you give uh, you 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 basically were there for a couple hours, giving statements to the police once everyone was called in. Okay. Um, uh, and. Um, it just oh. appears it appears that you know he was murdered by. It was beyond even my help. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, appears he was uh, murdered by a, a stab to the heart with a fireplace poker. Okay. So and I mean, so you you give you tell know, them all about that. You know. Oh yes, it's his butler. He had a poker in his hand. So when I'm at work the next morning, exactly. I mean, I can uh-huh. hear I hear all about this. So, I'm shocked. Um, so your partner, Inspector Trout, comes in. Mm-hmm. And um, Trout and Pike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and he says, well, we've got an interesting case, Pike. Oh, we've been given the case? You've been given the case. Hey! Hello. Familiar with this John Bidwell. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was at his, um, I don't know, party last night. Were you really? Mm-hmm. How fortuitous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no such thing as a conflict of interest. No. <laughs> Not at all. No, I don't think this would be one. But, um... Oh, I happen to be there. I'm shocked at this news, and, mm-hmm. um, I think... I think, you know, whoever was there, you know, would be elemental in knowing, you know, who would want to do this. There were so many people there at that event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the rest of you see this, you know, piece in the paper, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, bit in the paper. Dr. Hume, they make an appearance. Um, <laughs> Dr. Did they spell my name right? They did. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I'm sure my father is shaking his head. Proud I've fallen into it. She was such a good girl. <laughs> Never married, though. Yeah, <laughs> spinster, but still. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you're all sort of made aware of this, uh, of this uh, murder. Wow. Shocking. It is shocking. But the syphilis would have got him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mercy, really. Holy crap! <laughs> we can take comfort <laughs> <laughs> So, um, So basically, Trout wants to round up everyone who, you know, well, not round up, but like go around to everyone who was at the party and get statements. Quite so, a guest list. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. So, that's a lot of people to talk to. So you you uh, you sort of divide it up between the two of you, and um, and so of course naturally on your list, Dr. Miles Hume, Padma Dashiell, mm-hmm. uh, Celestia Adams, and Oswald Finnegan. Oswald Finnegan. Yes. I think I'm going to go talk to Oswald first. Okay. Because he mm-hmm. may have observed some things that I didn't notice. Indeed, he does have a sharp eye. Mm-hmm. There was the um, the case of the. Jade base. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Jade about a base? No! <laughs> Alright, so... Um, <laughs> it's Jade's base. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're gonna go... I'm gonna go visit to you, Oswald, and say, uh, so what do you think about this whole murder scheme? Did you notice anybody suspicious that you think may have had a reason to kill them? Well, there were a lot of people there I didn't know. I know. That's what's so troubling about the it. The whole situation was suspicious. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed it I was. Okay. I should probably talk to Celestia since she was at the seance. Because mm-hmm. it says that there was a seance that took place. And it's probably mm-hmm. a good idea. Let's go do that. Indeed. And, of course, you know, the good doctor 
um, was actually there at the scene, which is even more essentially. It is a little suspicious. <laughs> but if I had more faith in his medical abilities, if I had more faith in his medical abilities, or even like you know fighting abilities, I wouldn't trust abilities. Dr. Hume to know where the human heart is located. Please <laughs> so just be a stab in the dark. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, if you want to, just demonstrating my cricket bats. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to accompany me on my um, interviews, then you know you're more than welcome to. I would love that. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go talk to, um, I think, Dr. Hume. Okay. Um, and go at my office. At his at office. My, uh... Where is it? What are you doing? Like, are you? Um, well, I would be. Uh, I guess this is a day where I wasn't truant, so I wouldn't be referred by. <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, when is it? Is it Sunday, actually? Oh, Sunday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll oh. be the next day. Well, I probably would have uh, come back from church. Okay. And, uh, be making a fine meal in my house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ding dong. <laughs> now, is there anything, uh, Padma or Celestia, that you guys want to do, having seen that note in the paper, as Pike's making his rounds around town? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I probably, I didn't really talk to him, and mm-hmm. I didn't really... Seem, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he... he he snubbed you, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd probably Whatever. be intrigued because Dr. Hume was there, but... Mm. I'm probably tried to not necessarily <laughs> interested in getting involved in this if I don't have to. Yeah. Right. Oh, look, that guy was murdered. Good! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had it coming. That guy who snubbed me was dead. The jackass was there. <laughs> I'm a stocks <laughs> Alright, probably um, honestly, I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right. no. Nothing, no, yeah. nothing. I wouldn't want okay. to go near it. Okay, so, so we're going to visit Dr. Hume and just. Oh, it's good then. Come inside. All you, right. sir, wheel your machine in here. <laughs> <laughs> your machine. <laughs> oh, your mobility machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Robin helps you up the stairs. Well, you know, you kind of do the stairs on your cane and then he helps you back into the chair. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll prepare a meal for them. Oh, nice. Let's see, how does that go? Use my cooking skills. Yes. <laughs> He's known as a cook. I, uh, I passed my cooking skills. Oh, nice. Very, well very suitable. Very, very good, lovely. Uh, good, mm. uh, morning, morning something. tea service. Or something. Oh, something. Mm. I had a choice between that and like being ex-military, and as useful as ex-military would be, it just didn't fit for No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Hume, um... What did you, I mean, you were essentially there at the scene of the crime. Um, is there anything that you noticed that felt strange to you, or aside from the murder? Um, well, it was strange when his butler ran out with the fire poker, and then I found him dead. Um. Did, they capture, did they capture the butler? Did um, they capture no, the butler? Not Why didn't you go after the butler? Oh. I thought that I might have to uh, render medical assistance. Hmm. It was... Uh, it was a choice I had to make between justice and healing. <laughs> I see. That's a difficult choice. Um, Not for me, sir. So, so you saw. <laughs> so you saw you saw the butler leave with the poker. Yes, I observed him run by, and I I decided that I my skills were likely needed. Well, um, absolutely. I mean, you did what you could. Um, trying to think. Did you notice anything else that was strange about the scene? Well, he was wearing a black robe, and, um, Oh. He, uh... Hmm. Was he, he now? He was. He was. Okay. Do you think they were... Conduct- Not a bathing robe or a <clears throat> dressing gown? They were, like, like a, like, a, like, basically, like... Looked like a ceremonial 
Okay, well, garment. To me, yes. Alright, um... No, no I didn't. That's not I like was... you, actually. Well, you usually like to... I was so focused... <laughs> On this man's well-being. <laughs> I understand that my esoteric uh, endeavors are important, but they take a back seat to my profession as a healer. I see. <laughs> you were washing your hands because he had syphilis, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, we were just trying to change I must admit... The, my first thought was, this is the strangest case of syphilis I've ever seen. Apparently his heart exploded. <laughs> uh, that's one of the last symptoms of syphilis. Right. All right. Um, now, uh, I would normally keep us in confidence, but I should tell you, he was in the very advanced stages of syphilis. So much so <laughs> that he was in denial about it. And it had already gotten to his brain, basically, is what you're saying. Even, even when discussing it with a medical professional, uh, an expert in the matter, actually. He, um, he refused to acknowledge that this was the case. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta write it down. <laughs> Alright, well, um, very good. Unless there's anything else that you can remember or that you feel is important to tell us, you know, then we'll be on our way. No, no, just keep doing your good work. We need right. people like you doing the things you do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the meal. All right, so I think we should go talk to Celestia. Alrighty. So it's early afternoon by the time they make it over to your flat on Sloan Street. Right. Okay. Celestia. Hello. Yes. Oh, hello, Pike. Hello. Um, this is my partner Trout, and you know Finnegan. Oh, Trout's off doing his own thing. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. The other uh, you know Finnegan, of course. Right. <clears throat> okay. Well, we were all here, and um, you went to the event, the after party, and what exactly took place during that event? It was the leading lights of psychical research for the entire nation, if not the entire continent. And oh, my. It was a complete failure. Oh, no. Uh, John Bidwell worked for 45 minutes to reach the other side, and he did not, even with all that firepower in the room. He wore a, uh, a goofy kind of a monk's... Outfit out of black, like a hood. Yeah, that's what Dr. Hume told us. And he also had a cube, a clear cube, about this big. Okay. Which seemed to have some kind of occult significance, but I don't know what it was. I see. It was kind of remarkably bad. In terms of what took place? It just was yeah. like a yeah. complete so failure. Clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It was a little socially embarrassing. Oh. Perhaps that's what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine someone yeah. in that era dying yeah. of embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. They're part of loading. From embarrassment and syphilis. Okay, well, I think that... Um, so did you notice anything strange or any people acting strangely after the seance? Quite the opposite. Everything was completely normal. Just I'm totally stunned by this. Uh, as am I. <clears throat> he did look really kind of wasted at the party, so I wonder... <laughs> well, Dr. <laughs> Hume... <laughs> Dr. Hume has a theory that he had syphilis. Um, do you think that that's a possibility? It's possible. I don't know. <laughs> All that traveling to the colonies. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's fucking possible. Yeah, anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, he seems to have a really strong theory that, that, that that's why he was so unwell. Maybe it was um, a simple domestic dispute then. Possibly. I mean, is he married? No, no. No wife, no children. Did you know him well? Or at all? No, I didn't. It was just as much as we knew him, I guess. No wife, no horse, no Did you know anyone else there? Just my usual group in the Golden Dawn. Mm-hmm. And that you are in. Us. Yeah, just us. Yeah. <laughs> just that just those secret society, society we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of flash aside, just my usual group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so secret since this hack John obviously knew about it. Uh, exactly. Uh, I think it was, I mean, the butler was reported to have run off with a poker. Um, so he may have been the one who well, accosted him. I'm sure it's nothing to do with the occult. No, it's just a simple. It has case to be exactly employee. It's happened before. It's butter. happened. It'll happen again. It's, yeah. All right. Well, I think we should probably. Um, I don't know. Do you think we should talk to Padma? Do you think she has anything to add in terms of his character, Bidwell's character? I mean, did you? Are you going to the scene? I'd like to go to the scene. Um. Is that legal? To go to the scene? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm if I can get you in, dude. I'm not legal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. And yet, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, wink, wink. Yeah. So, Should why we don't we... Uh, absolutely. Yeah, or why don't we all go all and just go. see what yeah. we can the assess. Scenes, to the so, I'll, okay, so I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you where we had the seance. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> Excellent. So, I'll um, call Dr. Hume and Padma. Mm-hmm. We'll all head over to Oh, great. Oh, oh, these do people. Do you not want to come? Do you not want to come? Oh, no, no. I'm just assuming my character would probably be like, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I fear so. Yeah, I'm going to grab my shotgun. <laughs> oh! oh. Huh. Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants the credit this time. That's the lesson that he learned. That's right. <laughs> Last right. time this happened, there were these shrimp things. <laughs> It'd be dashed if that yeah, happened. Birdshot would have taken those things out like that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll head over to the Bidwell Manor. Okay. Or, yeah, we'll drop place. Over. All right. So, uh, so yes, you uh, you make your appropriate um, uh, contacts. You head over. It's um, mid-afternoon by the point you get over. The time you get over there, mm-hmm. a um, a constable is on guard at the front door, but he sees you and and lets you in. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really question why you've got these on. So you enter the house. It is um, cold and dark, mm. and the uh, the scent of tobacco smoke still lingers in the air. Hmm. Remnant of the party. Oh. Oh. Um, the you know obviously the police have not allowed any of the charwomen or, or other servants into the house for cleaning. Right. Um, so the place is still looks like a house after a party. There's uh-huh. food crumbs and spilled champagne and cigarette ashes. On the ballroom floor, there's um, soiled serving trays and champagne glasses sort of stacked up in the scullery. Um, stale hors d'oeuvres on trays, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so where did the seance take place? Mm-hmm. All right, way. let's go. Hey, up the staircase. Up the staircase. Loop, loop, loop. Throw open the doors to the library. Yes. Uh, here's the table with the purple drape and the candelabra. The curtains were drawn, 12 okay. chairs surrounding this table. The 13th in the center was occupied by the deceased. Mm-hmm. Note the small door. So yes. Right I found him through there. there. Right through okay. there. And then his body was in front of the fireplace? Yeah, show us where you found it. Right here. It okay. was like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, butler ran out with the poker. The butler ran out before I, before I went into the room. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
Hmm. Interesting. So, so is there anything that we can... Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go on. Keep going. Let's look at the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Is there a poker among the set of fireplace tools? It is missing a poker. It's right. missing That's for good. sure. Okay, that is <laughs> That's a very good. Thing. Yeah. Is there anything in the fireplace? Um, just ashes. Just ashes. Are there books in here? Is it so? The library? Yes. Okay. Can I just the library? Can you check out the books? You can all give me library use rules. Yay! I had a question about the cube, though. Yeah. Oh, I made it! Yay! Yeah, I made it. I'm looking at the books. Well, I can take a check in library use. Yeah. Uh, oh, what have we here? John Bidwell's Journals. Oh! Yoink! Among hundreds of volumes of works on history, science, and the occult. Okay. It's primary. I will take the journals. Reading, uh, uh, Pokai? Give me an English roll. English? Uh-oh. I don't have English. It's your own language. Oh. Edu times five. Mm, where? Um, oh, right there. Yeah, education yeah. So times. it's the same as your know. Uh, 45. Oh, no, 65. I can do math. <laughs> Alright, now I fail. Is that a 98? Yes. <laughs> Alright, well, take a check in English, because you failed miserably. I don't know how <laughs> to read! There's nothing important in here! I don't know how to read. I can reading! <laughs> <laughs> you flip through it, you see nothing of interest. I'm going to hand it over to Celestia. Alright, now we'll give, it a, look give at. it a go. Yeah. At least I'm smart in that sense. I'm gonna... Oh, and I fail as well. Excellent. Well done. 91. Wow. Well done. Pass it so, around, man. No, we're not passing no, it around. No, yes. So you, <laughs> Why not? So you, well, because two people have looked at it now, and you can see that there's nothing that really jumps out at you. All right. Okay. Oh. So um, you can, by all means, read it later. Like, right. Nothing's really jumping out at you. So. I'm already wondering if I can buy his house. I <laughs> 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 collected the house. Oh. No uh, just where I could unload a blood-soaked house. <laughs> <laughs> so once you get once you get used to the blood, you wonder how you ever live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I'm gonna um, question. I mean, we, is this Trout questioning the staff? Uh, Trout isn't here yet. In fact, everyone, give me a listen. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, miserable fail. Make fail. it, make it, make it. Ninety-eight. Fail. Mm. All right, so Pike, you you hear someone come in downstairs. It's probably Trout. I go downstairs. Okay. I want to keep looking for the cube. Mm -hmm. the cube's yeah, I'm wondering about the cube. Yeah. What are the rest of you guys doing upstairs? I'd probably be looking around too, just You'd to see looking. if there's anything of interest. Mm -hmm. In the library or yes. else? There any other rooms you guys want to you, check out? You know, I'm going to kind of... I, I'm going to kind of... Oh, good. Where did the guy with the poker run? Well, that's what I was going to do. I was going to kind of try and yeah. follow, you know, Fuck where trail. he went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on board with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And okay. Padma, any, any place you wanted to check out? Or you want to stay in the library and keep looking? Or? I'll just maybe stay in there and just, mm -hmm. since that's kind of the core of the action. We just totally Scooby-Doo this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's split up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. All right, so. One of us will see something. <laughs> well, you haven't really split up because to follow the butler's trail, uh, you guys have to go downstairs. Okay. Because that's basically, he ran out of the library. There's a sort of balcony looking down to the foyer below mm -hmm. uh, that accesses the stairs. So he ran out of the library, crossed the balcony, downstairs, and then presumably out the front door. Alright, downstairs. Downstairs, there? meanwhile, you come downstairs into the foyer, uh, and you um, you see someone who is not Trout, but you recognize him as a fellow detective sergeant with the yard. Oh, okay. He's um, uh, Detective Sergeant Mulverkill. Mm -hmm. um, John, uh, James Mulverkill. 
so he he spots you coming downstairs. Hello, Moverhill. Moverhill. Uh, oh, Pike, I didn't know you'd be here. <clears throat> yes, I'm, this is my case. I'm working on, um, I have some experts right now investigating the crime scene. Um, I was wondering if you had any information to provide. Um, no, I, um, I just thought I'd come around and check out the scene myself. Have you noticed any leads on the butler, or where he's at, or...? No word on him yet, unfortunately. Cool. Has anyone interviewed the staff? Uh, yes, the, uh, the constables took statements from all the staff this morning. And what were, what, anything to glean from that? Not really. They, uh, they had all, uh, retired to the staff quarters, awaiting the departure of the last of the guests before they began to clean. Um, they heard a commotion. The rest jives with, uh, with what, um, the, um, the other witnesses have given us. Let's see. There was mention of a cube, um, used during a seance the night before. Hmm. And I don't know if there was any investigation on where that was located in the house. <clears throat> um... No, Based I, on how soon the murder happened after the seance, I'm wondering if it even was put into its usual place. That's a good question. Have you looked for it yet? Uh, we're starting to. I see. Well, it seems like you have this well in hand. Indeed I do. So he kind of just uh, sort of looks around. Yes. And then sort of, oh, excuse me, okay. departs. Okay, he leaves the house. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to go back upstairs mm -hmm. to where everybody else is. Well, meanwhile, I meet these two kind of mm -hmm. coming downstairs, mm -hmm. checking out things. Case. Why would we here? It's a good question. Mm -hmm. Mental note. <laughs> so I tell you that that other detective came around. <clears throat> yeah, if we really wanted the case, he would have been a little more pushy about it. He left so easily. I know. <clears throat> Very strange. Mm -hmm. Wait, what do I know about this this other detective? He's about eight years older than you. Um, kind of a, kind of a usually a pretty pretty aggressive hard charger. Hmm. Yeah. Always tries to get his man that sort of thing. Was huh. he assigned to the case? Uh, no, it's you and Trout. So do usually do the detectives other detectives usually come around and nope. check out other cases really like this? <laughs> so it's very unusual, but I was treating it as though it was usual. Give me a psychology one. I make it. Yeah, in retrospect, when he you, you realize, like, thinking back, like, as he saw you coming down the stairs, mm. his eyes kind of bugged out a little bit, like he wasn't expecting you to be here. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mental notes are stacking. All right, so basically, um, so what did you, what did you all... I'm sure I'd be helping <coughs> Celestia look for the cube up in the yeah. library. Since she mentioned that, I'm mm -hmm. sure I'd be helping her try to see if it's unknown. somewhere. Okay. And I think we were just going to kind of follow where we thought he might have run, run mm -hmm. to, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Look for any, I don't know, use my expert tracking skills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 it's syphilis. It smells yeah. like syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> syphilitic footsteps. A man ran out here with a crystal syphilitic cube. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone see a man running with a cube and a poker? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, talk to that guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so you got you you fairly ransacked the, the library. Yes. You know, no sign of the cube. Okay. Maybe some nice antique books for me to pick up. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Keep an eye on that for sure. Do I smell anything odd besides tobacco? 
Um, no, no odds. No? no odds, no odds. that people have found or want to share about the stuff in the house. What are the nature of the books in his library? Uh, history, science, and the occult. Mm, okay. Yeah. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, um... What does the floor look like? Any blood drops? Yeah. Uh, there's some blood on the Persian rug um, from where he was stabbed. Uh, he expired almost immediately, though, so mm -hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of bleeding. Would there have been a yeah. servant's quarters? Certainly. Um, That's okay. There, there would have been blood on the weapon. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, yeah, so there were true. there were a few blood drops. Yes. Yes. Going which direction? Downstairs, out into the foyer. Servant's quarter. <laughs> oh, that's where no, the drops of blood were. Street. Yeah, towards the street. But yeah, you can check out. Um, Maybe this. Hanson did have a um, mm -hmm. did have a room downstairs. Oh, he off, did off the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um so you can check that out. Yeah. There's a um, directly across from the library is um, Bidwell's own bedroom, the master bedroom. Oh. Mm. That would be a nice place Let's to go. Yeah. Is it open? Is it locked? Unlocked? Um Oh, and actually while you guys were sort of ransacking the, the den area where the fireplace was and everything, yes. you can give me spot hidden rolls. Oh my god, I made it. I'm yeah. so hot. On fire. Thirteen. I also made listen to. Um, you note a uh, framed photo. I mean, there, there are several framed photos oh, on the on wall. The wall. Okay. But one of them kind of catches your eye because it's sort of unusual. Mm. Um, it's Bidwell, looking much healthier, mm. standing beside a... Pre-syphilis. A... a <laughs> <laughs> Ravages. Yeah. P.S. Yeah. Face of syphilis. Pre-syphilis. Um, he's standing uh, next to a, a, a young boy, mm. a small, thin, pale youth. Um, they're, they're both smiling. They're both wearing shorts and short-sleeved shirts. Oh. Um, they look to be in some kind of desert environment. Mm -hmm. um, but in one hand, Bidwell holds a clear cube of <laughs> four inches square. The cube! The cube! The cube! <laughs> uh, they're both, yeah, they're both grinning big smiles. Can I take the picture off of the wall mm -hmm. yeah. and turn it around to see if it says anything on the back? On the back is scrawled with Mortimer, Concudgery, 30 October, 1887. Wait, what year is it? It is 1893. Oh. Give me a no roll. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't know that. You said it again. <laughs> I know that. Concudgery is in Australia. So this is a child in Australia. Does it look like him? It just looks like a child, generally. It looks like a child. Why would he have a random picture with a kid with a cube? Mortimer. Mort. Why do you guys have random pictures of children? <laughs> I don't know, Lewis Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the expert. It's part of the Super Adventure Club. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, this is odd. Are there any other pictures that have anything that they could tell me about? Um, what's his last name? Bidwell. Bidwell. Bidwell's past, or... Um, no, the, the other pictures, the, there's actually a lot of pictures of himself, mm, like portraits. Wow. 
Yeah. Pre And then just, you know, pictures of like probably parents, grandparents, you know. Okay. Impressive places he's been. Exactly. Right. Him at Victoria Falls. That's the Falls. only that's the only picture of him with a him in with New a, York City. With somebody anyone else. else. Anyone else. Yeah, exactly. During the seance, did he say that he wanted to contact anyone in particular or just the other side? Just the other side. To what end? Yeah. It was exactly. highly significant. In fact, the whole point of the party. Yeah. So, but there was no clue. Well. I wonder if he could look through his journals and find out yeah, anything I think about we the need, trip to Australia. I think we definitely mm-hmm. need to research that. 1887? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 30 October 1887. Alright, so. 30 October So, think? can we go back in the journal and find the. Yes, yeah, so at this point, now that you kind of know what you're looking for. <laughs> I failed everything. I've been rolling medium. so hot today. <laughs> ridiculous. I'm happy that. I mean, I, I know, I've been there, Jen. I know. No, no, no. I know the pain. Okay, why don't you read that into the record? Those are the salient journal entries. Read it into the record? Yeah, just read it out loud. Read it out loud? Okay, 30 October 1887. Still no hint of gold in this godforsaken place, but Mortimer's enthusiasm... Oh, wait, well... Let me go back, please. Yes, yes. 20th of October 1887, our expedition has moved inland from Port Headland to the small village of Concudgery. A young local named Mortimer Wycroft is to act as our guide into the great sandy desert. His father, the proprietor of a local outfitters, mm. says the boy knows the area as good as any aboriginal. After so many months here, my enthusiasm is waning, but young Master Wycroft is convinced that there are great things to be found in this infernal stretch of sand and desolation. Mm. Okay, so then ten days later on the 30th, when the picture was taken... Still no hint of gold in this godforsaken place, but Mortimer's enthusiasm sustains my faith, and so we press on. Day upon day we trek into the sand, and with each day I feel closer to finding that most prized of metals. We did not. We did make one curious discovery today, a queer artifact made of crystal. The hmm. thing is exquisite, a cube of perfectly clear crystal, with a metal disc embedded within its center. Did you see that in the disc? Or in the you didn't cube? Really get a Unusual You're markings run right. all along the disc. Uh-oh. Sorry, what is she, Oh! Oh! Exciting, Oh my god! Just a dog. Just a dog. So, this is a cube of perfectly clear crystal with a metal disc embedded within its center. Unusual markings run all along the disc, but they are of no language that I or any of my party recognizes. It appears to be quite ancient. An old aboriginal had the odd cube and related to us the tale of how his great-great-grandfather was discovered delirious and clutching the curious cube after he had been lost for several days in the desert. The aboriginal, apparently mad from exposure, raved about a great city beneath the sand, a city of giants. There, supposedly, the savage and dis- the, the savage had discovered <laughs> the savage had discovered the crystal. According to the story, the madman had been told by mighty spirits to guard the artifact with his life and to pass it down generation to generation, ensuring that it had not fallen into the wrong hands. The crazed native died shortly thereafter, leaving this thing to his son. And so the cube supposedly has passed from father to son for generations. Wow. The old savage refused to let me examine the thing, saying that no one must look into the crystal, that to do so would bring great evil. Uh-huh. 
He insisted that evil spirits had created the item to steal the souls of anyone who gazed into it. (laughs) (laughs) And evil spirits had created the item to steal the souls of anyone who gazed into it. Do not gaze into this crystal. (laughs) (laughs) No, look into the crystal. (laughs) (laughs) The aboriginal's refusal so infuriated me that I had no recourse but to shoot him dead and take the thing. Of course. That's the English word. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Seb, you infuriated me. <laughs> We're done here. And Savage. <laughs> and you in the gun. Yes, and the other guy there. Um, and to take the thing, of course, his fellows put up some trouble, mm-hmm. but nothing my companions and I couldn't handle. Most of the natives were dead when it was finally over, damned fools. I carefully wrapped up the cube and packed it safely away for future study. Now, this isn't surprising. I, sh- I have to kind of reset my brain to... Uh... <laughs> Pike's reading is like, well, yeah. Well, duh, that's what you He did the only thing do. he could. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, okay, so then on November 24th of the same year, Mortimer suggested again today that we abandon our search for gold, so they're still looking for the gold, mm-hmm. and turn our engines to the energies to discovering this legendary city beneath the sands. He truly believes this place exists and that there is much to be found there. The boy spends far too much time in idle fancy. The 1st of December, young Master Wycroft tried to persuade me to return the crystal artifact to the aboriginals today. This is his third such attempt Hmm. since we discovered the queer piece. I think his nerves have gotten the best of him. This harsh environment has caused us all restless sleep and nightmares. But I told him that if he didn't have the stomach for the job, I'd have to sack him. Still, he counsels me to abandon our current objectives and look for this lost city of giants. December 26th. <clears throat> Caught Mortimer trying to steal the bloody cube today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Bloody cube. That was, oh. the, that was the final straw. Was it? The boy has become more of a burden than a help. Mm. We have yet to spot any sign of gold, and he yet insists on trying to fill my head with all of his fanciful talk of lost cities. The lad is lucky that I am a gentleman and let him go with a mild beating. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I reminded him of the old savage from whom I obtained the artifact lest he trouble me again. I will kill you! You come back here. I think perhaps it is time to return to Port Headland and sail up the coast to a new location. Tomorrow we begin the trek back to the coast. Okay, so, wow. So almost a year later. Yeah, so that was like the last entry. That was the last entry. A year of beating children later. (laughs) (laughs) And dealing with queer crystals. Alright, so November 12th of 1888. Today I discovered that queer crystal cube packed away in a trunk. Mm. I had completely forgotten about the damn thing since I returned from Australia. (laughs) I recall now all the troubles this artifact caused me. I just want to point out that what he did was he killed a guy and went, eh. (laughs) 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 It was just one of the That's perfect. Um, I recall now all of the troubles this artifact caused me with the Wycroft boy and the aboriginals. Damn mm-hmm. strange business. So this entry was dated a few weeks ago. Um, mm. The first entry since the 12th of November. So it had been years and years and years yeah, since he journaled. Like five years later. He's... That's surprising. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Finally, I am free of the accursed Albrook. I am appalled at how long I languished there, a prisoner in that foul place. Hmm. My only thought now is to return to Yekob. Oh, the sights, the life. There I was a god. I do not fully understand how it happened, 
but I know the crystal cube is the key. Oh dear. A few days later, curse it. So far, I have no luck in returning to my beloved Yacub. Uh, That's Yacub. That's Y E K U B. Okay. Damn, is the bloody thing broken, or was I truly mad? No, I must return there. Perhaps someone among the occult quasi intellectuals. Thank you. <laughs> can help me someone among them who truly has powers and then the day of this is the final journal entry and it was the day of the party in the seance for weeks I have sought the aid of medium psychics and occult societies in my quest all to no avail tonight I will conduct my own ritual to try to activate the artifact I shall gather the twelve most knowledgeable people in the field of the occult and with them conduct a seance I pray that their combined interest, knowledge, and power is enough to open the way for my glorious, my return to glorious Yacoub. Yacoub. Tonight I host a magnificent gala, a gathering of some of the most creative minds in all of London. I shall pick 12 guests to participate in my experiment, 12 to help me find my way home. And that was the last entry. Hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with the murder, though, do you? Someone wanted that cube. Mm-hmm. Oh! Someone wanted that cube. You I don't think, think we're gonna motive? find the cube. I think the cube is the motive. Okay. I think Ooh. someone who really knows about how to handle the cube took the cube. And... <clears throat> or actually, maybe they just wanted it for themselves. Or a member of a secret mm-hmm. society. Do we know this Hanson guy? You're sharing all this with everyone. Yeah, every- yeah we're, we're all talking. talking. We're talking. So, so Doctor Doctor Hume, you would know for sure that Albrook that he mm-hmm. refers to. Is an asylum, uh, insane asylum in Gloucestershire. Oh! Hmm. Wow. So who's this Albrook? I'm sorry. Who is this Albrook? Who is this Albrook? Yeah. No, Albrook is the asylum. Oh, it's right. the asylum. But that would be the question you asked. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Who is? Yeah, it's an asylum it? where uh, people who are beyond the reaches of science are sent to uh, to rest and hopefully recuperate from their so, madness. So Bidwell was. <laughs> no, not until the 20th. Not yet. Um, so Bidwell was was sent there? Well, you know, he makes reference. Come on, yeah, you made page. Um, well, they'll have records of him there. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so we should look that up. Certainly, certainly. I'll, uh, well, um... And Mortimer Wycroft, like, is he from, is he an Australian kid? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can we look to see if he's maybe possibly living in London now? You can check the directory. Because, yeah. like, that's for, that was what? He was a, a young local. So what, how old did the boy look? Oh, maybe 10 or 11. 10 or 11. So that was in 1887. Right. And now it's, what? 1893. Six years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how old was Hanson? Hanson was middle-aged. Oh. Probably late 40s. Okay. Did we discover anything at all? You know, not any like trails of blood leading away. Footprints. Um, squibs. No, because because it was somewhere. such a quick uh, shot. You know, there was only a little bit of blood on the poker, so there was a small trail, but it, it pretty much petered out by the time it got out to the sidewalk. Okay. And how much forensics were they actually doing back then? Almost none. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, oh, there's a trail. Yeah. It goes in this hmm. direction. No luminescence. That's blood. It's no, yeah, definitely no luminescence. Alright. Okay, well, I... And was somebody checking the master bedroom? I forget. I yeah. That, yeah, we were planning. We were going to we go heading there. Okay, spot yeah. hidden rules, please, for anyone going in the master bedroom. Oh, 
Fail. 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 Pass. Yeah! <laughs> so, so you're all sort of touring the, the last of the rooms, and you check out the master bedroom, and of course it's this you know, very well-appointed room, four-poster bed, curtains and everything, and, uh, you know, just kind of look around, oh, doesn't seem to be anything here. But a good detective uh, spots on his way out a gold ring on the uh, dresser, and it's got sort of a flat face on it, and you see that it's got a little pivot. Hmm. I'm nab that thing. <laughs> huh, what is this? <laughs> Has a pivot on it? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like the, um, it's like a cameo, so like the, the gold face will like pivot and reveal something beneath. Oh, what does it reveal? <laughs> it reveals a uh, symbol of a compass and square. Oh. <laughs> a compass and a square? Yes, occult history or no rolls. Well, I'm thinking based on... Anything for navigation? Ooh! <laughs> That's one of my experts. Uh, yeah. Occult and what? Wait, 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 wait. Occult history or no? I made, I made it with no. Yeah, I made it. Okay. So, um... I also made it. And yes, so you all instantly recognize the symbol of the Freemasons. Damn Mason. Yeah. Well, it also oh, makes me think of the cube with the disc in it. Yeah, I did think of that, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's the inspector. He's a Mason. He's a Mason? Mm -hmm. We're up against Masons. That's what I think. A, le a lesser yeah. one. We're up against Masons. Those bastards. We're up against Masons. People be careful. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> All right, well, if that's the case, then... Um, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. He wanted to retrieve that ring, probably. Possibly, or the cube. So we look around the room, there's no sign of, like, a stand or a box. We look under the bed, is there anything there? I mean, that's obvious. Glass. Any, a bell jar? Uh, yeah, <laughs> bell jar. Cube? <laughs> Little velvet box. No, no, nothing, nothing cube-shaped. Oh dear. There's no cube impressions anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're cubular. <laughs> How far away is this asylum? It's in Gloucestershire, so that's 110 miles oh, uh, on the okay. Severn River. Well, you take the train, it'll take you about two hours. Well, that'll have to happen tomorrow. Yeah? It's getting late. It is. Uh, in fact, the sun's pretty much set at this point. Yeah. It's 4.30, so to, it's getting dark. We need right. to figure out something. All right, so um, journals. Do you want to take the journals for the night? Fine. And you're going to hold on to that ring? Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna look into butt purchasing this. Uh, Apparently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a difficult but fortuitous time. Yes. <laughs> I know so much tragedy. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so, so much property. Mm. <laughs> so much property. Foundation of real estate. <laughs> All right. Well, um, on that note. Um, yeah. Well, I, on on the way in yeah. home, I'll uh, I'll leave a note at my office, mm -hmm. referring my. Uh, my patients to a lesser colleague, but, and uh, <laughs> at this, by this time they're like, awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're actually getting well and like moving yeah. on with their lives. Oh, good, he's busy again. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but there's like two or three who are like really upset by that. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. always yeah. those. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. 
don't want to get well. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, you understand. No, I have these things. This is the guy. All right. Um, so I guess we're gonna retire to. I've been blanking out, waking up with blood on my hands. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, that can happen. Can Are you sure it's not tomato soup? Because <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me once. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Are they getting tomatoes? Are they getting tomatoes imported or? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was my main. That was my only they're question. Not, they're no, not I'm considered kidding. poisonous. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So I was thinking. Um. About what's his name? Molehill. What's his Mulvert name? Yes. Mole. Yes. He bears Mulvert investigation. Hill. I'm gonna see. Like who? Like how can I check on him? <clears throat> I think I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna follow him. I'm gonna f stalk him. Detective. I'm gonna do a stakeout. You're gonna stalk him. I'm gonna do a little mini stakeout. Ooh, detective versus detective, man. That's right. <laughs> spy versus spy. Uh, Alright. Well then, let's, uh, let's do an opposed roll of your detecting abilities. Hmm. Okay. Uh, give me a sneak roll. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, wait, no, mine's good. No, I fail. Oh. Okay. I'm very loud on my feet. Yes. So, um, so you attempt to sort of, uh, you know, follow him after, after, uh, well, I don't know, when are you going to follow him? Sunday? So you, you, you kind of go by his house. Mm -hmm. He's got the day off. And, uh, just sort of stake out his house. And, um, nothing untoward seems to happen, you know. He goes out a couple times, you follow him, he doesn't appear to notice you. But he just kind of goes down to the corner market once, and then another time he heads out to get uh, the evening edition of the Times. Comes back. You know, oh, the light comes on I'm on to him. Front mm -hmm. All right. Thing. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get back home. Okay. Uh, any other plans for Sunday for everyone, or just passing the day? Mm. Like I said, they want to look at the journal. Okay. Well, you, it's evening um, by now. Hmm? It's evening by now. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. 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 So you spend five hours on Sunday paging through the journal. Um, you don't find anything else. Nothing. All right. Okay. Just journals of his travels. And so he was, like, in so the forth. asylum for, like, a year, it seems. Like, something happened, and then he was, like, committed to the sanitarium and then released. Hmm. Based on... We need to go. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a gap. What was the last century before the gap? For it five was years. 1888, right? It was one year. Yeah. One year? Okay. Um, oh, wait, no, no, you're right. It was five, it was five years. years. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Pike, give me an idea. Of I have an idea. I made it. Ooh, all right. Wow. Well, um, you note that he returned to England sometime in late July, right? Mm -hmm. And that his last entry is in November of 1888. Mm-hmm. As a member of the CID, you remember that time well, because that is the window of time from August to November in which the Ripper murders mm -hmm. were occurring. Oh. It stopped suddenly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was syphilis? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was killing It's a good theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. It was fucking nuts. All right. Okay. All right, so thank you for the idea. Whoever, right. yeah, you know, as, as a CID person, you either. Know, oh, that was a rough summer. That was a really. That was, rough. That was very. It was probably, rough. It was probably like your rookie year. Too, yeah, so yeah, no, it was oh. never forget it. Yeah. All right, 
So, you're all off to the Happy Asylum Yay. on Monday. Okay. I'm going to hop on the yes. train. Hop on the train. Yes. <laughs> so, you all, you all board at, um, at uh, Waterloo Station, I believe. Get you a westbound train. And, um, yeah, take the old steam train out across uh, Rolling Hills and the Salisbury Plain and out towards the uh, beautiful Gloucestershire countryside and the Severn River Valley. Um, and come to eventually your stop, which is at a very picturesque little uh, community called Mercy Hill. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know set up on a rise with a with a view of the Severn River below, um, and even the sort of gray and lowering clouds don't really you know detract from the uh, the picturesque uh, beauty of the countryside. Um, oh, it's actually a three-hour train. There you go. Um, but perched on the highest point of Mercy Hill is Albrook Asylum, a massive red brick structure. Um, and do I do I know if I know anybody who works here? You can give me a credit rating roll. Uh, made it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Well, yes, you uh, you happen to know uh, Dr. John R. Campbell, the uh, the head of the asylum. Okay. Corresponded with him some. Um, That's no good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's indeed>. uh, <laughs> I've been writing letters. I uh, yes. How's your you... life? <laughs> <laughs> Terribly sorry about that party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Really didn't mean to spill the hot tea all over. Or the burn healing. Oh God. I have a stab. I could kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I thought that was a finger bowl. <laughs> Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> um, okay. So, um, entering the grounds of the asylum, um, you you know go up the uh, the broad front staircase and enter this you know sort of marbled and tiled uh, front hall where there's a uh, there's a, uh, a front desk with a uh, sort of grim looking orderly behind it. Okay. And he, he looks at you all you know with his monocle. Yes. I am Doctor Miles Hume. Pause, pause for effect. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say pause for effect? <laughs> 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 I'm here to see Dr. Uh, Dr. Dr. John Dr. Campbell. Dr. John Campbell. Pause for effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, give me a second credit rating. Uh, I made it. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so he's uh, just a moment. And he, uh, he sort of... So put out. Yeah, he gets <laughs> up and disappears down the hall. Um, so you're all kind of standing around this big sort of cold, echoey hall. You, you kind of hear distantly, like, some screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, just a very faint mm-hmm. noise of screaming. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it fades away. Let the healing begin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe about ten minutes pass, and the orderly returns. And he says, follow me, please. Okay. And so we oh, right. go all back down the hall um, to a, a frosted glass uh, wooden door. Takes you in. There's sort of a, a little waiting room area, but he takes you straight through into an office. And uh, you know there is a, an older gentleman with uh, fairly uh, robust sideburns, um, just standing up. And he comes over. And he's like, "Oh, Doctor Hume, so good to meet you finally in person." Yes, I uh, 
I was wondering when you were going to return my correspondence. I was terribly busy here. Mm. As you know, we, we take many patients from London. Indeed? The, uh, uh, the country air is good for them. Another scream echoes. <laughs> God. We'll have time to discuss science later. <laughs> I'm here regarding a syphilitic patient you would have had. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we, we have many. Oh, man, I'm sure. John Bidwell. Bidwell. I don't recall him having syphilis. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to feel bad about Awkward that. Pause. <laughs> Awkward pause. Awkward pause. We all miss things on occasion. We all miss things on occasion, and we can't all be experts in everything. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he kind of pointedly takes his pocket watch out. Like, Is there anything I can help you with? Um, yes, John uh, Bidwell. I'm, in, I'm with Detective Pike, and here with Detective Finnegan as well. We are here to look at the medical records for um, for John Bidwell. We are um, of the of the idea that he was in your premises for some time. Give me a law roll at double your normal chance. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I make it. Yeah. You have a check in law yet? No, now I do. All right. So um, he, uh, he says, "Well, very well." As he, you know, he looks at your at your uh, badge. FBI. Very well. <laughs> so he um, he heads over to an impressive bank of filing cabinets that take up an entire wall. Yeah. Wooden. And he pulls out a yeah wooden filing yeah. cabinet. Mm. Pulls out a drawer. Looks through some hanging files. Oh uh, yes, here we go. Pulls out the uh, the files and, and hands them to you. Yoink. I'll give them to the good doctor to look at since he probably could read the writing. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do, do you want a psychology rule or anything like that? Um, no, they're just they're pretty straightforward. Um, they uh, they just note that Bidwell was admitted at approximately 4 a.m. on the morning of 14 November 1888. He was heavily sedated. Uh, 14. That was two days after the cube. Mm -hmm. After Two days after he found the cube. Again, in his belongings. That's right. Mm -hmm. okay. He was heavily sedated when he arrived mm -hmm. at Albrook and was in the company of Sir William Withy Gull. Maybe a no roll for that. Withy, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I make it. I make it. I make it. I made it. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Everybody roll. What are we rolling? No. no. I make it. Hmm? Uh, I make it. <laughs> <laughs> 96 now. No. That's kind of embarrassing for you to blank on that because he was the physician in ordinary to Her Majesty Queen Victoria until his death in January 1890. Oh, that! That That with the. Sure. Uh, does it list like a primary uh, primary physician for him? <laughs> uh, no, it was just that Gull, Doctor uh, Sir Gull, Doctor Gull admitted him. Okay. Um, so when admitted, uh, Bidwell exhibited signs of total insanity. Total. He was acting like a savage beast and would not speak more than guttural growls. Mm. Because of his wild state, Bidwell was kept sedated for the protection of himself and the Albrook staff. For months, he did not speak, although he occasionally produced queer clicking sounds. On 17 April 1889, Bidwell fell into a coma. 
to the surprise of Campbell. When? What, when? The 17 when? April, 1889. Oh my god. So about six months. Five months. Oh my god. Um, to the surprise of Campbell and his staff, the patient was awake and totally calm and lucid by the following morning. Uh. He displayed no lingering symptoms of mental instability and bestial behavior, but he seemed genuinely confused as to his whereabouts and the date. From then until his recent release from Albrook, Bidwell was perfectly behaved and exhibited no more signs of insanity, although he did obsessively speak of vivid dreams of an alien world. Dr. Campbell insisted that Bidwell remain at Albrook until just recently to be sure that he was indeed cured. Dr. Campbell is admittedly at a loss in his notes to explain uh, John Bidwell's overnight recovery. And he, he sort of bullet points numerous theories about the healing properties of various experimental drugs that they gave him over the course of his treatment. Um, or perhaps just... Yes, yes, good treatment. Yes. Or perhaps just uh, unrealized <laughs> spiritual powers of the mind, uh, you know, triumphing over... That's all bullshit. <laughs> Dignity of the human spirit. Mm. Yeah. This was a monster. <laughs> yep. Um, I wonder if I could speak with some of the patients who had been there while he was there. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm sorry. Uh, we uh, I'm sorry to say that we we kept uh, Bidwell isolated. I'm sure as you can understand. Well, what about Doctor Gull? Uh, he died in 1890. Oh, he did. Yes. Tell me, tell me, did you have an employee by the name of Hanson here? No. Hmm. Okay. Good. That was a good question. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Um, well, um, I regret to inform you that he is um, Bidwell has been murdered. I see. <clears throat> so we're here investigating, you know, his past and trying to understand what happened here with him, and you know, it could have a possible connection to what happened to him. Well, I hope uh, I hope this has been informative then. Indeed, it has. All right. Another scream echoes in the back. Yeah. Uh, we'll well, leave you to your business unless you guys, any of you all, had. Any I'll, I'll assure him that I'll keep his missing the syphilis diagnosis under strictest confidence. And, uh, <laughs> <we'll>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes, well, I'm sure my orderly can show you one. <laughs> uh, I've uh, had enough of you now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. Yes, anyway. Alright, so head back. So, on the uh, on the return trip, everyone give me spot hidden rolls at half. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. Failed miserably. Failed. At half? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, very good. <laughs> fail, fail, fail. Alright. So, um, That's upsetting. Let's see. Three hours. So by the time you get back to London, it is uh, growing dark, mid-afternoon on the hall. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> so. I'm going to go to Mulverville's house. I'm going to... Are you? I'm going to I'm gonna start up? talking to him. No, I'm going I'm, I'm to go into his house. Oh. I'm going to knock on the door and ask him a couple of questions, because it was clear that he was there. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are the rest of you going to do? You want to come with me? Sure. I might need some backup. Yeah, I'm good. Alright. <laughs> the guy in the wheelchair is your backup. 
I have a gun king. He's a badass. I have a gun king. He's a badass, and he spots things that are hidden. That's true. It's two spots hidden versus one. You shouldn't sell these spots. Don't sell these. Right. That's right. Anything else you want to do? Let's move around blank. I certainly will give it up to these guys to be detectives. Do our jobs. Detective away. And then we'll reconvene. Why don't we reconvene for tea tomorrow? Okay. I'm curious about Hanson. He's who we think the killer is. We have to know more about him. Exactly. What do the other servants say about Hanson? We can go back to the house before you. Biddle's house. What does the What does the maid say about Hanson? You know, where did he come from? How long has he been in his service? Is the that's true. Have, I mean, are, are people looking for Hanson? Is I would assume. Oh, yes. It's, man it's, it's, a, it's yeah. an active investigation for me, so. Well, well, I think tomorrow we could just go over what... I mean, Trout, is Trout the one who interviewed the staff? Yes. So I have to go... I have to talk to my partner. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So why don't we reconvene for tea tomorrow, right. like around 4 o'clock? And um, who's willing to host? Because my house is horrible. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Good tea. Yes. So, um, okay, so let's go to Mulverville's house, uh, Oswald, okay. and see what's going on there. Okay. Alrighty. So you head along to, uh, <laughs> to Mulverville. <laughs> so anyway. Uh... Of course, uh, any any uh, venture with Oswald is, is really, you know, an egg. Uh, him plus one, since he's always got his Robin. young Robin Ward with mm-hmm. him. Um, so, um, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Stretching. She's she looks happy. Oh, bouncing around, being cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for Mulberhill, I, I was sort of picturing um, uh, uh, Jude Law in, in the Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, okay. Um, so he answers your. Uh, Hmm. He answers you on the second knock. Oh, um, second knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, no way suspicious. Yes. Uh, hello, Mulverville. Mulverhill. Mulverhill. <laughs> oh, Pike. Do come in. Oh, great. Thank you. So he, uh, I brought my um, <laughs> friend here, Oswald Finnegan. I'm sure you know him. Oh, yes. The consulting detective. Oh, yes, indeed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, please, uh, make yourselves comfortable. Can I offer you some brandy? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he pours you all a glass and uh, has a seat on his chaise lounge. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what can I do for you? I have some questions for you. Very well. When you arrived at the um, Bidwell estate, um, you seem surprised to see me. When, didn't you realize that I was assigned to this case? I did. I, um, I just wasn't aware that anyone was, uh, inside the building. Let's see. So I was just taking, taking it back. Mm-hmm. Wait, how do we know that he's a mason? I, I lost track of that. We don't. We don't. It's my supposition. It's your, it's your, That's oh. pure theory. <clears throat> I have no further questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no further questions. Thanks for clearing that up. So if you didn't think anyone was there, why were you there? Yeah. Well, um... We were assigned to the case. As you know, um... Uh, we're... As, uh... Detectives, we're, we're not bound to the cases that we're assigned to. And I, I had, um... 
seen the item in the paper that morning about Bidwell's murder, I was curious. Did you know Bidwell? Um, not well, no. I um, had attended one of his fates back in the, uh, let's see, 1886, I believe? Hmm. But, um, hmm. apart from that, um, you know, he's, he's a, he, he was a prominent figure, as you know. Yes, I do. Uh, which is what piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd, uh, go poke around a bit, as we say. Have you found anything else? Uh, not too much. Um, it's a little obscure. We're still looking for Hanson, as you know. Um, I'm also wondering, um, well, he had a gala the night before. Yes. Uh, I was wondering what you knew about that. Well, I think you'd know more, since I believe you were invited, weren't you? I was invited, but I'm just wondering what you heard about the, who he was inviting. Well, just, uh, a pretty, uh pretty good sample of uh, the high society of London. Mm-hmm. Were you invited? No, I was not. And I'll thank you not to point that out. Ah. <laughs> well, um... can't think of anything else. <laughs> can't think of anything else. <laughs> well, before we leave, uh, do you recognize this symbol by any chance? I'm going to show Marie. Oh. oh, nice. So, uh... So he takes it, and, uh, it's a Freemason symbol, isn't it? I believe so. Thank you for verifying that for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we look around the room and just see if there's anything interesting? Give me spot hidden rules. Uh-huh. Spot hidden it up. I fail. Come on. You notice sure. a friend being in a macrame hanger. Oh, <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah, I failed. Oh, oh, barely. barely. <laughs> <laughs> How tacky. Yeah. 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 Huh. That was, it was very chic at the time. Alright, well, um... This is wrong. This is wrong, yeah. It's, it's very cheap. Yeah. It's the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's inside out. Yeah. Oh, no. Alright, so... All of his drawers are closed. Yes. <laughs> hidden at all. Alright, well, thank you for your time, and, uh, there's no, there's no Freemason banner hanging over Nothing, yeah. Thank you for your time, yeah. and uh, I'll see you at the yard. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So, always happy to help if you have any questions at all. As you know. Indeed. All right, so off we go. Well, that was a bust. Hiking up here. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a bust. <laughs> I wonder if I could just drop in on Westcott. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Highest ranking members of the order <laughs> at his mansion. <laughs> <laughs> you would have the balls to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, oh by the way, it. he's the head coroner of London. Oh. Are oh. you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's so. good, because we could ask him questions about the body. Yeah. He probably examined his body by now. Um, okay. So that yeah. would be an excuse well, uh, to drop in. There you go. There you go. Okay. I'll, uh, For whatever other reason you wanted to do, to do that. Well, I was just going to, you know, I wanted to just sort of pump him for information on, on Bidwell. And, Diagnose him know. with something? Well, he... Diagnose him with something. Oh, what a coincidence! <laughs> what are the odds of that? <laughs> I don't want to try to calculate it. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I, uh, I, I haven't... I haven't shared this, but he did come to me and ask me for some assistance 
with the dream interpretation. Uh True. I didn't do much more than tell him to keep a journal and not talk to anybody else about it. Right, the dream journal. Yeah. So I could pop by and just say I was deeply worried about him, and uh, that didn't work too well before when I tried it, but... (laughs) 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 Okay, well, um, I'm going to strap on my pair and... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So, um... So yes, you, you show up at his mansion. Yeah, what time is it at this point? It's evening. <laughs> after supper. Yeah, yeah. After supper for I'm sure. Smoke. So mm-hmm. go ahead and give me a credit rating roll. Uh-oh. Um, oh. oh, I missed it by three. Oh. <laughs> so um ooh, there's the, there was uh, I forget the protocol, but basically you you go to the front door. The you know butler or the front door guy answers the door. You the give doorman. Him, yes, thank you. You give him your card. He did. He yeah. disappears. He comes back, and he either says right this way, or he says you know the Just gentleman off. is not in, and that's to be taken to mean he doesn't want to talk to you right now. Okay. So you are told the gentleman is not in. Womp womp. Mm. He but. did read the card. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. my god! <laughs> yes, and I and I assure you, I will give it to the doctor when he returns. All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> On that note. I assure you, I would hold Awkward this against pause. You. What? The <laughs> <world>? <laughs> I'm sure you. <laughs> what is she doing? Sorry. Okay, so did you get to sleep finally? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. The next day. Drifting off. Next day arrives. It is. Uh, it is today, Tuesday, the twenty eighth. And uh, you all gather for tea to um, to uh, you know sort of <laughs> compare notes, I suppose. Should, um, should we talk to the coroner? <laughs> yeah. It's like something a detective should do is talk to the coroner. It does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we could go there in the morning, like before tea. Yes. You know, like well, you you can just you can try and uh, obtain the coroner's report. All right, let's mm-hmm. do that. All right. Well, the uh, the coroner's report uh, indicates that Bidwell was killed by a sharp instrument Pointy, being stabbed poky, poky, into his poky. heart. Yes. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he showed no signs of syphilis. And, uh, <laughs> No, no, but just basically, you know, no sores. It it said uh, he bore the signs of someone recovering from malnutrition, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, otherwise seems to be free of diseases, uh, and was killed by yes, stabby 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 stabby. Why do you have a cane? Malnutrition? Mal- mal- yeah, just, yeah, yeah he was weak. Really Rickets, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Buggers. All right. Yeah. Alright, no, nothing else on his body? Nothing else on the body, no. Alright, well, that was really fruitful. Mm-hmm. So, um, at tea that afternoon, um, you're all gathered together, and you haven't really had a chance to get into the notes. Uh, when your doorman comes in. Oh, goodness. And so, uh, terribly sorry to bother you, ma'am, but um, there is a caller at the front door. So he hands you the card. Uh-huh. And uh, it is a card of Godfrey Williamson, 
Yes. Who you recognize as a fourth fellow order member mm-hmm. and a noted psychic. Please so, be okay. so um, oh. Williamson is shown in, and um, you know you, you also recognize him from uh, the seance. Yes, I do. Like yes, I do. So he's uh, you know in his late fifties, small and pale, um, dressed in somewhat outdated clothes, um, and. Uh, you know, so he comes in and takes takes a seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says, "Well, I'm, I'm so glad to find all these order members gathered together. Um, I wanted to consult with some of you on um, on some disturbing visions I've been having lately. I I tried to go to um, uh, Scotland Yard, but the, that beastly Inspector Trout didn't want to speak to me. Oh, and so he kind of looks at you. I believe you know him. Yeah, I share a desk with him." <laughs> He's not the most um, uh, open of of minds. Yes. Well, um, I just uh, I, I have heard through channels that uh, that you were assigned to the case, and, and knowing yes. that you were um, a member of the order, mm-hmm. I felt uh, that any information that I I had uh, could be of assistance to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I'm glad de- you're, I'm Detective glad Finnegan you're... also is yes, working indeed. on this with me. Indeed, yes. Um, As are all of these members. Yes, I, I remember you well from the case of the Scarlet Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that made the papers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Scarlet Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that was a lark. So damn Scarlet <laughs> 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 yes, I, I keep I keep getting a vision, okay. uh, something to do with with a name, uh, like a Duncan or or Duggan, something like that. Uh, it, it, it's it comes to me. Um, my my visions they give me headaches. And well, are you having? Um, I mean, the only thing I could think of is it being similar to Conduggery. 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 Dutchery. What is that? That is a, t- a small village in, in Australia. Mm. No, no, I don't. I don't feel that. It's mm. it's, it's here. It's, it's something here. In well, Hanson is the name of the man who killed, probably more than likely killed, but Duncan. Duncan or Duggan? Duggan? Yes. Hmm. What else? Hanson is an assumed name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? <laughs> I was startled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what is that? Um, so, what, um, what, what else do you feel around this name? Uh, that's, that's all I can really offer. But there is something else. I, I sense a great many faceless men involved in this affair somehow. I can't see them clearly, but I feel they can see me all too clearly. Mm. Sis, did you feel this before the seance or after the seance? This is all since the, the night of the, of the murder. Hmm. Hmm. Many? How many faces? Many. 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 <laughs> a plentitude. A plentitude of faces. Plentitude. Okay, need more. Give me a hard number. Yeah. Give me a ballpark figure. You bump. 29, 16. How about any sense of danger? Four? 
I sense that um, these faceless men can see uh, anyone involved in this investigation. Great. So that is mostly what I wanted to meet with you about. You know what? I, I wouldn't have practiced hypnosis, but I might. Is there a way I can maybe talk to him, kind of help him relax, try and gather, get more information? Um, you can try a psychoanalysis roll. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even think I have psych. I just have psychology. Yes. Okay. So okay. you default to your psychoanalysis roll. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay? So just so uh, just my. Whatever's in the percentage there. Or oh, for psychology. In the parentheses. For psychology? Yeah. For psychoanalysis. There's no psychoanalysis. There's yeah. There's no, no, it's no. not. Uh, really psychoanalysis hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. No, it doesn't, but... Uh, so how dare you for bringing that up? Um, let's see. What are you talking about, psychoanalysis? Miles Hume is in the process of inventing psychoanalysis. That's right. <laughs> 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 That's weird. Let's see here. Doesn't even note that... Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even note under skill alterations. That it's yeah, it's deleted. not part of the landscape. Yeah, scene. well, I mean, it's, it's got the name psychoanalysis, but basically it's, it's meant to represent, um, you know, what Practicing you said, like what you're... Putting, yeah, yeah, like, sort of putting people at ease, helping them Could that recover. be fast talk? Um, persuade? Persuade. Persuade. Yeah, okay. you can persuade. Okay, let's do persuade. I've got a... Oh, I made it. Nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you know, you, you, you talk him into a somewhat more relaxed state, and, uh, and he, uh, you know, he relaxes, gets a little less jittery, a little less nervous, and, uh, so I just, I fear that, um, your lives may be in danger. Oh! Okay. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> oh come well, on! You love the adventure. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Where's your sense of adventure then? Exactly. <laughs> well, what the father say? Um. <laughs> He's in the next room. Go ask <laughs> <laughs> What do you say, father? Um. Sure. Might even be having tea with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. Excuse me, son. I appreciate the warning. Um. I mean, I'm sure we all do, but mm-hmm. there's not much we can do unless we continue forward with the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so he... Um, try to read more into this. Mm-hmm. None of our skill, pathetic skills, like... No. <laughs> 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 Cardamancy or anything like that. I'm wondering if at some point we're just going to end up in Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, I'm feeling, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Australia, that's <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> that's that's a great tourism line. <laughs> Australia, it's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sweat well, my hair. It makes me it makes me chafe. No. Yeah, no, that would not be good. No. Well, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to travel by boat. No. Well, I did go reading into my phobia. Mm-hmm. It's specifically fear of being in the sea. Sedated, I would have no problem riding a boat, most likely. Oh, oh cool. Good. So I'll just dope you being up. In, and actually, it even said in the Wikipedia page uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that it often stems from fear of um, specifically like creatures yeah. in the water. Oh, yeah. like, oh, that's perfect. Perfect. Nice. perfect. Creatures yeah, in no, the water and being in the water. That. I have that, whatever that is. It's the lassophobia. Yeah, that's me. It's a sexy phobia. Okay. I think we all kind of do. Mm. No, no, but, but some people have it more. I kind of checked. No and in yeah. so, yes, 
Just yeah. sedated. I'd probably yeah. be fine. Yeah. Sure. Opium well, beforehand. Yes. Okay. You just stay yeah. in the in the well, rooms. Yeah. Manage to get some drugs. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, well, I think. Um, is there anything else that you can offer us in terms of that night? What you observed or experienced or impressions? That's as much as I can. They're just coming to warn us that our lives are in danger. And that I, we're feel, being I feel they're faceless men, and I wanted to share the. Mm -hmm. nope. The vague impressions I'm getting of this, ah. this name. <coughs> Don't get well, that was singularly unhelpful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Have you, have you thought to call upon Florence and see if perhaps she's... I just wanted to show them. Tell you that you're in some danger yeah. I can't tell you specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Say on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um... Thank, thank you. you for your time. Mm -hmm. You're dismissed, so... Uh, yes. More so, tea? He, he excuses <laughs> yeah. himself. All right. <clears throat> and uh, takes a takes a shot of snuff on his way out. Okay. Well, we all exchange the information that we have. I have a question for Pike. Yes. Did you read Trout's notes about the servants? Like, what we know about Hanson? Yeah, I did. Hanson is basically the idea that he could have been a murderer is completely shocking to the servants. Mm -hmm. He was a loyal butler even when um, uh, Bidwell was ill. Uh, Hanson maintained the household, mm -hmm. running with, you know, total efficiency. Buttled. He buttled. And, um... Family? Family? Family. Family. Uh, Hanson, no. He did not. He, he appeared to be completely devoted to his, uh, mm -hmm. to his role as, uh, Bidwell's butler. And, when did uh, he begin service? Uh, he had been Bidwell's butler for 20 years. Oh! Oh, wow! Yeah. Did he go, did he travel to Australia with him? Yes. Uh -huh. You know, his uh, his change in personality is just like the one Bidwell went through. And he changed yeah. the yeah. temperature. <laughs> Unfortunately. We didn't search his room. Yeah, we didn't. We should go back and look at Hanson's room. Okay. And then maybe Florence and I could do cardamancy, but maybe that's for later. Okay. You can do it right now, I think. Maybe. I think we should... I invite her over for tea as well. <laughs> Kick it up Yo, a notch. Florence. <laughs> Shimmy on down, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we do? Do you want to go like look at his room? Yeah, let's go look at Hanson's room. Okay. So it's already growing dark by the time you uh, get out to St. John's Wood. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> to the murder well, house. that's not far yes. from my house. No, it's not that far. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's already growing dark because oh, it's dark early. Oh, yes, it does. And um, and so you head into the um, head into the room. Find mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hanson's room. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing is Hanson's his first name. What's his last name? It's Bartlett. Oh. oh. It's not Bartlett. Not Duggan. No. Hanson Bartlett? Yep. Um, Crap. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's uh, not a whole lot out of the ordinary. It's a pretty simple, almost monastic mm. you know, room of a single man. His coat still hangs on the hook, of course. It's pockets. Such a hurry. Outrageous. Um, nothing in the pockets. Drawers. Desk. Mm -hmm. Just some uh, water. You know, under yeah. the mattress. Yeah, nothing. Pool of blood. No pool. No. <laughs> no nothing. ever refreshing pool of blood. No. no. Just nothing there. Nothing there. We go back in the business really? room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look around more. Nothing. Seems to be pretty much the way you left it. All right. Um. He didn't have his coat with him. No. He just ran out. Interesting. Where was the cube? Mm-hmm. Large pants pocket. Possibly, it's a kind of a four by four. Like it's possible. 
it's all right. Um, I mean, he had his jacket, but not his frock coat. Oh, okay. All right. His heavy coat. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, I. We got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing there. What if Hanson didn't just go to Australia? I mean, this thing's tied there. Maybe he yeah. felt like he needed to go there. He may have. Mm-hmm. We do should we check do the... a photograph of Hanson? Um, give me a luck roll. Ooh. Whoever's got the lowest luck, actually. I have 45. That's probably 50. it. 50. I have 65. 60. Uh, go for it. I make it. Yes! Okay, there's a photograph of Hanson. Oh, I know what he looks like. Yep. Okay. Maybe we should go to the docks and mm-hmm. just show it yeah. around. And mm-hmm. uh, give me a idea roll. <clears throat> Fail. Okay. <coughs> yeah, you could, you could go comb the docks, absolutely. Does he look like... Uh... Mm-hmm. Alright, so we go to the... Well, I'm not going to go to the docks at night. No, of course no. no. God, no. No. So the next morning, early next morning, I get up, I collect report Finnegan, in. report in, yeah. check so, it off Trout, see how he's doing on the, his side of the case. Okay. So uh, uh, you uh, you head into the office, Trout's there. Uh, he looks a little excited, actually. Oh, he does? Yes. What's going on? I say, we've had a uh, sighting of Hanson. Where? Um, in Limehouse. Where's that? Uh, East End. Oh. That's where the Ripper murders happened. Oh. Next to White Chop. Alright. Um, so he was sighted there? He was sighted there. We, uh, we picked up a Chinaman named Li Zhao. Uh, he, uh, he told a rather fantastic story. Um, let's see here. He, he kind of checks his notes. Picked him up on uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. He took his statement yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just now it's reached my desk. Um... Apparently, he and uh, two associates spotted a man matching Bidwell's description moving through Chinatown uh, the evening of the 27th, that would be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, set out to uh, mug him. Bidwell, or are you talking about... Oh, did I say Bidwell? Yeah, you did. I meant, Hanson. Uh, Hanson, I'm sorry. Okay, a Bartlett. Man, a man matching Hanson's description. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Hanson Bartlett's description. Um, they set out to mug him. Uh, when they confronted him, he lashed out and snapped the necks of two of this Chinaman's friends, and uh, this Li Zhao character uh, managed to uh, escape, at which point he was arrested. Oh my gosh. Um... Now, the, uh, the constables who apprehended him thought he might have been on opium, but uh, I'm not so sure. <sighs> well, based on some other information I have, it doesn't sound too far from <clears throat> the truth. Yes. Apparently they um, picked him up near a um, near Dunnigan's warehouse. Dunnigan? 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 All right. Um... Uh, oh, very good. Have you gone to investigate this warehouse? No, I haven't headed down yet. Um, do you want to? Do you want to go down? Yes. Let me um, contact uh, Oswald Finnegan to. Uh... Oh yes, Finnegan. Yes. Mm. Boop boop. Wait. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, we. It's on the way over. So knock knock knock. Yep. We're going to uh, Dunnigan's warehouse. Let's go. All right, so off we go. <laughs> okay. 
You take a carriage down into the uh, seedy borough of Limehouse. Right. Um, stepping down from the carriage, you know, you, you feel the eyes of all these sort of lower class, rather you know, desperate characters uh, hanging out, just staring at you. Um, it's, I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in, it's in Chinatown, the, the location of this warehouse. So there's you know some uh, paper lanterns hung from strings every mm-hmm. half block or so, and a lot of. Uh, you know, Chinese people in their, you know, silk uh, garb, mm-hmm. with their cues down the back. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't even stop to stare, they just keep moving. Yeah. You know. um, so, yeah, it is indeed a warehouse. Um, <clears throat> uh, outside is a constable. Oh. And he, um, he uh, signals uh, as you, as you, you know, get down off the um, mm-hmm. carriage and you're being helped off by right. Robin. So, oh, I'm, I'm so glad you're here, detectives. Um, a body's been found inside the warehouse. Oh. Mm. Mm. Let's go look at it. Let's look at the body. Okay. So, um, heading in, um, you know, it's, it's just a dusty old warehouse. Um, there are, you know, crates piled here and there. Um, and you see the body of Hanson Bartlett lying crumpled on the dusty floor. What else is around? Poker? Um, let's see. Dusty there, floor. Is there, is, there, is there a poker? If it's dusty, dusty floor, then tracks. tracks. Indeed. Um, let's see here. Give me some spot hidden rolls. Made it. Ooh. Oh. Is that three zeros in a row? That sure is. All right, well, let's get a check of your spot hidden, at least. You see, he probably tripped over his body. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Rolled wheels you up over the body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do we have here? <laughs> you know, all right, so you you don't see any footprints. I mean, it's, it's dusty, but it's not like inch thick dust right. or anything like that. Uh, but you do note that he's got bruises around his throat that would suggest strangulation as the cause of death. Is there a poker around? There's no sign of a poker. Um, you do see some books piled on a nearby crate. I go pick up the books. Okay. They appear to deal with world history, industrial and scientific history, and astronomy. I'll take them with me. Uh, you note they're all stamped yes. property of the British Museum. Oh, so he stole them. Presumably. Um, there are also several sheets of paper. When you, when you pick the books up, you see a sheet of, you know, several mm. sheets of paper underneath. Covered with strange diagrams and mathematical formulae. All right, collecting it all. Okay. And uh, that's all you see. There's nothing on the body, like property or. Or uh, yeah. no, crystal okay. cube. Yeah, <laughs> possibly like the disc in it. Crystal cube. No. I can see that. Uh, you can both give me a luck roll. Make it. Ooh. Make it. Okay, you can both give me a spot hidden roll at half your chance. Ooh! Oh, half. Wait, what? Half your spot hidden. I don't make it. Wow, that's really horrible. (laughs) That was probably a good one right there. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So, as you're uh, you're checking out the crime scene, you hear um, the unmistakable sound of a police whistle. Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. rush out. 
you see a scuffle. The um, the Bobby who showed you in is um, fighting with a young Chinese woman uh, about a half a block down the street from the warehouse. Okay. She's sort of um, struggling, uh, writhing and growling savagely on the oh. ground at his feet, and he's sort of like trying to keep his balance and trying to, you know, subdue her. Uh, a crowd is gathered, uh, mostly Chinese passerby, shouting and gesticulating. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the constable is trying to restrain her, and then he sort of staggers backwards, like sort of drunkenly, and um, and uh, and then he sees you coming out and runs off. Jeez, chase him! I'll chase him. Jeez. Okay. So the uh, the Chinese woman uh, sort of gets a, you know like uh, pushes herself up looks at you, and calls out to you in the voice of the body. Whoa! Yes. And says, after him, me! Get get her! Me! Her! Oh, wow. So give me sanity rolls for that. Uh, I don't make it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so no loss for Finnegan, but a loss of three for Pike. Okay. And I think we'll end it off on that. Oh. Of course. Don't. Don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. <laughs> mystery on top of mystery. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.